Speak between the lines podcast. The shit that's uncool to talk about, we make cool to listen to. All right, let's get it. Part two, hey. Part two, hey. Hey. I thought you was keeping the part two going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to bring back three times. Part two, hey. Oh, oh, wait a minute, he got a remix? You didn't know that? No. No, I didn't. With Styles P? What? Styles P the ghost? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I ain't never heard this song before. Mm. Mm. I'll take it. <laughs> I was on D block. You say what? I was always on D block. That block is hot. Motive. All right, y'all, man. Be back in this mode, man. Right. So what? Speak between the lines podcast Damn, episode. I'm about to like, like, like he ain't just set you up perfectly for that. He did. He did. I wasn't gonna do it. I wasn't gonna do it. Cause I didn't do it last week. Yeah. Okay. Until the, well, until the y'all mean you did that bit. Were you still locked up at this point? Another story? No, I'm just getting out. Okay. Okay. They okay. actually did let me out. All right. Hey. All right, then. Oh yeah, it's your boy Young Press. I'm saying like, is anybody gonna say anything? <laughs> this motherfucker? <laughs> like, nobody is. Yeah, we anything. are not focused. It's the TV, bro. The TV's off. Oh, guys, let me turn it off. We gotta. My goodness. I'm not locked in. I'm not locked in. All right. Damn, you did throw it up kind of nice with the lob too. What you mean? You know what episode is this? Eighty-two. Yeah, man. Yeah, blue. Nobody, nobody caught it. Yeah, nah. Everybody's jamming. Nah. Nah, this other fun stuff. Yeah, that was a 2K uh, turnover. A 2K turnover? Yeah, you try to throw the oop and it's get picked in the air somehow. Have y'all played a 2K20? Yeah. Nah, I heard the release date was worse in history, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, niggas couldn't go online. They were playing my career. Stats wasn't saving. Wasn't getting a VC. One nigga literally bought the extended pack. You get like 120,000 VC. Yeah. He spent it and the server crashed, but it kept the money. Uh, <laughs> did he get it back? <laughs> he, he talking to Ronnie right now. <laughs> To Ronnie 1K. Ronnie 1K. <laughs> no, these are virtual coppers. Oh my God. Oh shit. Man. I love Gabe's songs, man. Uh yeah. So join with J Rock. <laughs> we just all over the place. Yeah, we song. are. We are not focused. King Gabe is signing in. <sighs> this is the longest intro we've had. All right. So you want to kick it off? It's right. Sure, dry in here. Yeah. It's really dry. How was the week? How was you guys this week? Uneventful. What's it really? Well, no one one thing one good thing happened, but mm-hmm. I mean it's kind of a wins and loss situation. Ah, uh, okay. So let me see. You know what? Every time we ask this question, how was my week? I really never remember much about my week, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I have to think of something. It's probably the drugs. I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty. You say what? <laughs> it's probably the drugs, <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> all, all that pain medication, nigga, began for his finger. Yeah, that, you know, for the urgent care that he went to last. Oh, week. Oh, you don't have a thing on? No, I don't. Stop touching it, <laughs> bro. There's nothing wrong with my finger, yo. Y'all mm-hmm. are tripping. Things all flabby and floppy. Yeah, no, it's it even that's, it's called bending. I'm bending my I'm bending mm-hmm. my finger here. I don't know. It's not bad. 
I need to find my brace though. But it's not it's not bad. Oh, you lost the brace. Yeah. I lost a small one, yeah. So you weren't cleared by the doctor. No. He didn't go to the doctor. 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 Doctor? How has it been hurting? About three months. I think I should go to the doctor. I know, right? Yeah, you're right. Okay. My week was cool. What about yours, Rock? He don't remember. No, it was good. It was a pretty good week. Um, I was on time for the most part, so that's good. For work? Yeah. That's a miracle. It is. For a week straight? Wow. This nigga lived like 15 minutes away. And you're late? Yeah. Habitually. How? Man, so like, I'm like, yo, I'm about to leave. So you so close to me. You know what? I got time to do X, Y, and Z. I got time to go grab this real quick. Then it's like, you know what? I probably should have left work 10 minutes ago. Grab what though? <laughs> like, what, are you, what are you grabbing in the AM? I mean, like, or just, like maybe just uh, get this, getting something for breakfast or stopping at a store uh, on the way to work. I need yeah. grocery shopping before he clock in, bro. Yeah, man. The, I'm the store. It's cheaper for me to get a monster at the 7 Eleven than it is for me to get it at work. First of all, Abe told you you're not even supposed to be drinking a monster, bro. Yeah, the monster's yeah. eating you. Yeah, what you drinking the monsters for? Why do you need a monster? Let's talk about that real quick. Because my, my my homeboy's bad on energy drinks too. So I just want to know what the deal is with the energy drinks. So, like, at this point, I think it's more of a psychological thing. Oh, it's an addiction. Well, I, I wouldn't my say that. addicted. Damn, man. Damn. We need an intervention, dog. bro. For the monster. He's still in the uh, the denial stage, too, yeah, bro. Yeah, he is in the denial he stage. Said, I wouldn't call it addiction. That's usually what people who are addicted. I think it's, ah, it's not. I mean, because it's like only Monday through Friday. That's like, on the weekends, I don't get I don't get energy drinks. That's five days out that's of the week. That's five out of seven. I mean, but that's I don't know. I, I don't it, know, dog, because you pulled up to the record with, a, with an energy drink before, too. Not over here, but I was that was a long time ago. You, yeah. you stay at my career with the energy drink. Yeah, man. That, that was at least four or five months ago. So do you even feel the energy that they're giving you? <laughs> it's more of a mental thing at this point. So you don't even, so you don't even get nothing from it. I mean, I wouldn't say that, but it's it's um There's no benefit though. Like I've eventually I I it's I know it was gonna pick me up. So I'm drinking. I think that's more of a psychological boost. Where the energy's coming from and not necessarily because of the drink. Oh, so you're drinking it and you just think you just think it's working like it's magic. Right. Right. I think it's more of a yeah, more of a uh, placebo effect. Yeah. So why don't you just do that with water? I know it doesn't give me energy. Water does give you energy. And it actually actually that's kind of what the main thing it does is give you your life energy. Mm. Well, it's a different type. It doesn't wake you up. Apparently no neither does a monster. Well that's like like your brain waves. He likes to think it does. I'm um I don't know I'm I'm gonna try to get back off of him. I don't know it's rough. Right. Why you scratch your chin when you said that? Like he had a like. You know, I'm thinking about you know, it. Niggas, like when they addicted to smack and crack, niggas, they be scratching it. He starts <laughs> scratching his chin in his neck. Right, he's like, I think I'm gonna get off of it. <laughs> like I, I, I'll do it for like a week, and Every then like I, and then I have a rough morning. It's like y'all need this monster, like a cigarette. Yeah. Well, I won't say a cigarette. Yeah, it's kind of like a cigarette, but like a cigarette. Yeah. Hmm. So it's an addiction. Why do you have to use such strong words? It's something I enjoy doing. Do you? Well, I don't like the the price of shit. Okay, fine, it's addiction, whatever. Wins and losses. Does it taste good? Does it like? I mean, the the deficit is is hurting your body. It's expensive. It doesn't taste good. Well, I, I actually mint- enjoy, I enjoy the taste. Oh, you know what? That's really? that's that's why mm-hmm. I, that's why I that's said crazy. I I said that for a reason because there's this thing I don't even know if I talked about it on the on the podcast before, but it's called Super Beats. Have you heard of Super Beats? About Dre? No, not Super Beats. <laughs> 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 I was, I was like, nah, Super Beats. I was up late at night. Five ninety nine. 
I was up. I was up late at night listening, watching the infomercial, and there was this thing called Super Beats. It's concentrated beats, like the beetroot. You know, the, you know, like the vegetable, the beet. Old people stuff. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But like, it has a lot of benefits to it. I was gonna order it. They got it on Amazon. Mm. But because I was, I was telling my homeboy about this because he's big on energy drinks too. Mm. I was like, bro, just get beets because beets are supposedly supposed to give you energy. And it's not. Like, it's not like a a high and crash thing. It's like consistent energy as well as like other health benefits do you experience crashes i I never crash you should get super beats bro everybody should get super beats is this episode sponsored by super beats it's not it it (laughs) probably should be no because it's it you i almost didn't want to believe it because it was an infomercial and it was like 2 a.m but then Mm -hmm. i researched and i was like oh man you know what this shit might actually be all right have you tried it yet i haven't i was gonna order it it's like 40 dollars on amazon though so i was like let me wait on that a little bit but I'm I'm gonna get it though. It's in my it's in my cart. It's on my list. Hmm. Yeah. Well, this episode of Speak Between the Lines is brought to you in part by <laughs> Two AM Commercial of Super Beats. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, you know what? No, that's my win. Go ahead. Let's go. Wins and losses. Dubs and nails. Yes. All right. So this week I had a win and a loss. Mm-hmm. So it was with my computer. This this bought this computer like not even about a month old. Mm. For the past six days, has not been able to connect with the Apple server. Mm. So I can't go to the Apple store. I can't open up Safari, but Firefox works fine because it's not off Apple. Right. So I'm uh, like, what is going I on? I forgot all about Firefox. Yeah, that laptop too expensive to be doing stuff like that. So was it Mozilla? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mozilla, Mozilla Firefox. Firefox. Yeah. yeah. So yesterday, I ended up just like I was on YouTube all day, just looking for fixes for it. Mm. Finally, found a fix. Simple. Mm. This delete out the the um, the Wi-Fi connection, and then restore it back to factory settings, and it's fixed. But if I would have had to send that in to have them do the same thing, mm. hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> Versus a little five minute fix on YouTube. You don't have mm. Apple Care. I mean, I do, but I, I don't. I didn't have to want to have to wait, be without. Ah, uh, okay. Because like I had to ship it to them. They troubleshoot it. Yeah. There's some software that may or may not be paid for on it. Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, DIY is is definitely the way to go, especially when you uh, your shit is full of shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have here? Yeah, what is this? The final cut. This. This didn't. That's not registered with Apple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what's up. So your shit's working now. Working fine. That's what's up, man. That's good. Good for you. Good for you. I got to win. It's actually my win is just I learned something new that was interesting. What was that? So it's super beats. Super oh, beats. Yeah. <laughs> super beats. Concentrated beetroot. Have y'all ever heard of it? It's like. <laughs> It's like a whole 2 a.m. commercial. <laughs> yeah, man, I was watching this infomercial at 2 o'clock at night. No, so it's something called the triple point of water. Have you ever heard of that? Uh-uh. Mm. It's where, so you know water has three different forms. Sure. Liquid, gas, and solid. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, no, so there's, there's a point where all the phases of water can exist at one time. Okay, that sounds dope. Yeah, so like you have like a block of ice boiling and then steam is created. Wow. 
I thought that was interesting. That's I had never heard of that before. Yeah, because usually, like, if water's boiling, there's not going to be ice. Right. Yeah. Correct. But no, there's like ice sitting on top of boiling water, and they're steaming. I, I thought that was the tightest. Yeah, that's ever. dope. That's dope. Yeah. So, so, what benefit or use can you use from this? Well, see, what you can do is you can mix that water with the super beats that you get off of Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's ice with it. That boy ice. Ice. And the ice is going to make it cold. That right. boy is quick on his feet. I like that. I like that. <laughs> no, I just thought that was something interesting. I mean, it didn't necessarily have anything to do with me, per se, but it was something I noticed. I was like, okay, that's just tight. I think that was tight. Mm. I like learning like different new shit like that. I like, I like Yeah, I feel like that's something I probably should have learned in physics, but probably didn't pay attention to in physics. Did it even or exist back then? It was like, is this new shit? Or is this no, like, I mean, not. Nah, I think this has always yeah, been I'm pretty sure it's been there, but it's like, I don't think it's... I just I don't remember from school. I'll say that. Yeah, it's probably something that'll be already smart than the fifth grader. Yeah, probably. Sure, so. The only thing I remember from school is Miss Gonzalez. That Spanish class was a must. The word. Mm. <laughs> Boy, I ain't never skipped Spanish. She I can't was, speak. Shit. She, she was hot. She was hot a little bit. What? Was she? Man, she was muy caliente. Yeah. Yeah. I, sure. Have you ever tried to look for y'all's old teachers? Um. Or like I went back to uh I went back to uh Skyline when I first got back to Dallas and I think one teacher was left. Uh, and he was a music teacher. And he was getting ready to retire. So, so you, so you didn't look for Miss Gonzalez? No, she, she was went. long gone. She married coach. She married. She married one of the coaches up there. Nigga, we was hot. That boy was winning. Was he? He was winning everywhere but the football field. That sounds about right. That's funny, man. Like you know how like you would have a crush on a teacher, but then like the teacher start talking to somebody, but then like you'd be mad. Yeah, like Yo. you really actually had a shot at the yeah. teacher. Yeah, like I had no shot. Like, I, was, I was in tenth grade. <laughs> Well, I don't know, man. You probably did have a shot. You was using tenth grade. Or the way these teachers rolling now, yeah, man. man. Yeah, some new teachers. They these new age teachers. They I had calm down, y'all. Calm down, <laughs> man. <laughs> but uh, no, I had a dub this week. Um, so I actually got life insurance um done for me and my wife. Uh, I had life insurance already, but um, she had it under her mom, and we just needed to switch things up. So one of my neighbors actually uh, is in Primerica. And so I hit him up, and uh, he did the quote and everything for me. So that was kind of dope. The only thing that was really, really bad, um, I got humbled in a couple areas, and then I got the life sh- scared out of me. So the humbling came from the fact that, you know, they um, they weigh you. So about... A week ago, I was 185 when I got sick and went to the urgent care. So the day before the lady comes in, I'm feeling good because I came in uh, at 178.2. So I'm like, okay, shit's dropping. Mm-hmm. Had a bad night, bro. I, I, I relapsed, man. I hit um, I hit like two bowls of spaghetti and uh, it hit quick. And so I came in, I think, 182. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of rounded down to 180 for me. So I appreciate her for that. But then she was like, well, how tall are you? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm five foot, I'm five foot six. So she said, okay, well, we'll see. So she did the thing. <laughs> she didn't even believe you. Okay. Yeah, she, we'll did the, she did the thing, right? But I think it was at an angle because she said I was at five, five. And I mean, I was like, I don't, I didn't know how big, pause, an inch, much of a difference. An inch mate. <laughs> One inch mate, no. pause. But I mean, like, for real, like, when she said five, five, like, my, it was like a world shattering revelation. Yeah. I was like, bro, I'm five, six. Like, that's some bullshit. Man. So, that maybe, happened. Maybe you're five, six with shoes on. With Tim's. Yeah. She said the same thing. 
Well, not the Tim's part, but about the shoes. With so, shoes, yeah. Yeah. But, um, oh, that God damn it. So, did you, That's true. did you, um, so when you do that, did they come to your house? Like, she did all she Yeah, she, she came to the crib, um, yesterday morning. Um, I was shook though, cause, like, I don't like needles. Like, so I, this, oh, she had to take your blood. Yeah. Oh, my dog. I have flashbacks. Like, I, I literally had nightmares for like, two nights in a row like I, I have a phobia of needles like i hate needles so like she came in uh, a little chinese lady and um you know she has you use a use the bathroom in a cup and everything like that so they test the urine and everything mm-hmm. like that so then she pulls the needles out and like i'm like fuck you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and then oh shit like yeah i'm jumping now like like <laughs> she tried to st- stick me and i like I did the one thing you don't do, yank my arm back. Why why were you looking in the first place? Well, that's what she said. She said she said, turn your head. And so then I got up in the This uh, nigga uh, over here on, on my couch flinching like a mother. No, like a motherfucker. <laughs> like like no, I I really like like I had to get up and walk around and you know she she chased me around the couch a couple of times. It was, it was embarrassing. Dude, bring bring your ass here. Give me that arm. Yeah. <laughs> but but when she did it, I didn't even feel shit. That's what I'm saying. I don't, man, college days selling plasma. Go that quick. Nah, Nigga. fuck that, man. What? Fuck that. Y'all can keep y'all. Bring that needle. What? Right there. Bro. And again, this, this, this nigga's asthma. This nigga's an addict. Nah. <laughs> that nigga tapped that vein too. He an addict. He just like. Yo. That nigga, that was a plug. That nigga be taking energy drinks straight to the veins. <laughs> Bro. Man, that's a good idea. What was that, Barney in, on the census? Just stick it in my veins. <laughs> <laughs> nigga's on that duff. Damn. Anyway. So, so do you hit. I guess they go and they test all that shit for like what cholesterol. I'm sure make sure AIDS, you ain't got HIV, um, yeah. high blood chole- uh, cholesterol, uh, high blood pressure. Yeah. Um, well, no, she took my blood pressure. That's right. And then, so you don't even have your quote yet. Yeah, yeah. No, they gave us a quote. Uh, so what happens is they'll give you a quote um, for the amount that they're gonna lock you in for. If you do better than like if you're healthier than what the amount is, they'll give you a reduction in that price. Oh, okay. So, so can't nothing come back and like you have something and they'd be like, oh, well, no, we got to increase your premium. Like, yeah. canceled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I so mean, I, possibly. Okay. I mean, I, I, I would oh. certainly hope nothing comes back. Don't, don't, don't. More needles. Very good. Nah. Yeah, y'all should be all right. All right. That's what's up, man. Yep. Tweet between the lines. I have a question for that. Sure. Um, mm. Oh wait, I'll ask you off the off record. Is it funny? Nah. No, it's about it. No, ask me now. Well, I don't wanna nah, cause if I might say, say something, you say something. I might ask the question, you say something, and then it's like, oh shit, for real? And then it might be a hit out on you out on you. Oh, talking about how much money the policy was? Yeah. It's up there. It's oh, up there. I was, okay. I was I was I was happy. I was like, God forbid, but if I go, um she will She'll literally be debt free instantly, so I'm pretty sure she's gonna put a hit out on me. Um, so I'm putting this on tape right now. I didn't ask him. You see, I didn't ask him. Right in the middle pocket, pow! Damn, shit through the window. Pew pew! Everybody gonna die. Pew pew! Did that nigga say pew pew? Um, no, she'll be straight. Like she'll she'll be able to live comfortably for an extended period of time, even without my income. That's what's up. So yeah, the one thing because I I have life insurance as well. Bet. And the, when the guy was quoting me and selling me on, he's like, this is one thing our community needs that we don't have. Facts. Because it, you know, the amount of, for most policies, it's, it's, it's a pretty large number. Mm-hmm. For most life insurance policies, like, 
you get to, you go and you have to worry about passing on debt and depending on your policy, you can set up future generations for wealth. Right. right. So I think that's something that our culture, and especially in the black community, we need to look into and start doing younger. The two things we don't do is wills and life insurance. Mm-hmm. Like we we suck at that. But we always talk about oh, I'm a crazy generational wealth. Yeah, whatever, nigga. Like the crazy thing is, like, you're right. I wish I would have done the policy I did this week in my twenties. So it'll been dirty. Well, so I have an existing life insurance policy. So mm-hmm. I have I have a well, I guess I have to get um just to make it relevant to give a number. So I had a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar policy back when I was twenty hold on twenty four. Mm-hmm. That shit cost twenty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. Yeah. Right. They literally doubled my shit just because I'm 34. I'm like, fuck, I should have did the same thing at 24. Yeah. So, yeah, get your life insurance policy like young. Like the younger you can do it, the healthier you are, like like you going to be straight. Yeah, for sure. Well, not you, but somebody going to be straight. Somebody going to be straight. It's not going to be you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be you. Unless we get Dragon Balls. <laughs> nigga if you'd acrylic dog that would be the most g shit you like you die and you wish yourself back to life bring my friend jared back hell yeah where my money i need i need i need that <laughs> oh shit y'all ready yeah all right man tweet between the line let's get it throw it up oh yeah All right, so tweet between the lines. This thing is not interested. This tweet here comes from. I think I'm. I don't know if like. I don't know what's going on with me right now. Um, but we are gonna get into it. So this tweet between the lines comes from Chrissy underscore the realist. She says, "Chrissy the realist." Um, I guess she she asks she wants so she wants us to respond to this as well as ask this on our platform too. Um. She says, what do people feel is the difference between men and women in our generation versus past generations? And she used the example of, um, you know, how some men and women, like for a man, they'll say that, well, you know, women, they used to act, my mom, she acts like this and my grandmother acts like this, I guess pertaining to a relationship or anything, right? And then you'll have some women that say, well, man, there's no man out here. I need to find a man like my dad or my granddad and all that stuff because, you know, we kind of transitioned into this whole new way of thinking as far as the relationship is concerned or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, we're, we're not like any of our, you know, the generations that came after us or even before, you know, that, I mean, it came, they came before us or even after us. Right. So, um, yeah, so that, that's her question. She says like, what do, what do we feel is the difference between how we act in our generation versus past generations? That's a, that's a very that, that's that's a good question. So, I'm gonna look at it in two different areas from relationships, and then also just in general, and this the drive that part of it. So, in my opinion, I think when it comes to relationships, the biggest difference in today versus previous generations is, uh, you know, a man was supposed to do X, Y, and Z, a woman did X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. and now when we come to our generations and our generations after us. Uh, the gender roles are starting to become more 
fluid and it's not as defined. Right. So we did the episode a couple weeks ago where we said, well, a man, a woman wants a man to be have these all these points. Yep. You know, provide, protect, um, and the you know, be ambitious, be a leader. Yep. And penetrate. provide and penetrate. So a man needs to be this. Right. But there's not the same stigma for a woman as far as the overall guidelines. Like back in our parents' generation and grandparents, a woman was the roles to cook, clean, and took care of the household. Well, now that women are in the workplace and in a lot of cases outproducing some men, mm-hmm. a woman is becoming the breadwinner. So they're taking on some of the male roles and then also with the lot of stuff that's going on with today's society with the different uh, cultures, LBGQ, uh, people being binary, non-binary, everything's changing. So there is no defining role. So it's hard to say, well, a man needs to be doing this right. when as a society we're changing what it is to even be a man and a woman. Right. Then when it comes to just the ambition and, and the drive with previous generations, they were fighting for their lives. You know what I mean? They didn't have the same opportunities, the same uh, chances that we have today. So for us, uh, we you know go to school, get good jobs, and we don't have to worry about the way that our parents did what type of job I can have. And if I'm in this place, am I even safe being a black person, you know, affiliating with different races, different nationalities. Right. So you have that instinctual drive that, okay, well, if I don't get this degree, if I don't get this job, I can't provide for my family. So right. I think is that that's the biggest difference from the drive aspect is when you're fighting for your life, you fight harder. Mm. versus when you're just fighting just to exist when you're you're not fighting for anything mm. you don't have the same drive as versus what you would be if this is the only option that you have mm. um i kind of want to piggyback off of that too because i feel like um i guess i'll go with um since you broke it up in two categories which mm-hmm. well done by the way um the first category i'll probably attack is the general one I think the older generation was fighting for their lives. I think the newer generation is fighting for themselves. I think that's probably the biggest difference between us and them. Like the civil rights movement, you know, obviously that was a focused group. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, you're not, you don't know when you're safe and you're you're really on guard. And then also is a bigger family dynamic. Like back in the day, it used to be families like five, six, seven, eight people like in one household now you know you may get one or two give or take um and it, you know if you have three kids now you looked at crazy three kids back in the day you look like what the hell are you doing you you know like, you need to get to work you ain't got enough right um yeah so and i think the way the way the internet's kind of turned us um especially uh starting with my space where it was just about individuality and like hey my page is different from anybody else's page oh i got a top five well who's in the top five like it's, it's all individualism driven and then you know facebook kind of taking it to the next level uh and then you know ig and so on and so forth with social media kind of blowing up it may it became more about self so 
we do more things for self. We're I think we're more selfish in pretty much everything. Even um from a church standpoint, I think, you know, at churches we're more we're more selfish. It's, it's more about just being in the spotlight, being, you know, in a role where we're actually highlighted. Mm-hmm. And we kind of lost the essence of hey you know, like we're a community like we're we're a group and you know you had people back in the day that was like house nigga field nigga or um you know uh what did they call it? the uncle tom niggas um but today and not just speaking on a black thing but just like in general it i think we as a, a country we're just more individual based for the relationship i just think it comes down to the fact that um we we are in an environment where um, it's just nothing but confusion. It's like it's like a combination of confusion and liberalism. We're uber uber liberal. Everything's okay. Everything is super cool. Like if you're against anything, you're the enemy, right? So we're in a super super liberal world, um, and at the same time, we're confused because what role do you play? Like you already hit on. Like women are kind of like taking over roles that a men used to have because you know they're generating more income and they're um they're in more positions of power uh in the, in certain industries right and so that can be confusing or intimidating for a man and then for a woman it's just it's hard because back in the day used to have i think women felt like they had more options because niggas were down low so you didn't know like it wasn't out in the open now it's like everybody's out in the open because you know it's liberal mm-hmm. so for a woman that could be really daunting when you're looking at like you know we've talked at length on that uh on a podcast about well damn half the population ain't shit well half the population are, are well it feels like half the population of men are gay i don't think statistically that's backed up i think it's less than that but it, it, it you get the perception that well damn half the niggas gay the other half ain't shit and so for a woman that's frustrating and so they have to compromise on things that they're probably not used to compromising. Where back in the day, it was very apparent, like, okay, this is my role. I'm doing this. I'm providing in this aspect. Um, like we're doing marriage. Um, we're doing a marriage builders course at my church. And uh, we're finally starting to get into the roles of like the man and the woman. And so um, from a spiritual standpoint, and I think, I think we kind of just strayed away from that. I think philosophy-wise, we kind of got away from that. Individualized, we got away from that. And then, from a relationship standpoint, we're we we don't talk to each other. Most of our communication is via text, via DM. Like people don't know even know how to converse anymore. That's true. Mm, yeah. I think. I mean, out of everything that y'all said, I just think that one important thing not even really important but one thing that's that's really notable is that you know women i think a lot of women especially nowadays don't want the type of role at least this is me thinking that their grandparents had because they want they want to be more individual they want to be able to create their own income and have their own job and all this sort of stuff so mm-hmm. i mean i don't know of too many women now that and I could be wrong about all this, but I don't know too many women now that just want to be at home and not do anything except Facts. cook. 
and clean and, you know, do whatever. Especially now that you have, like somebody mentioned, having social media and all these out- outlets and avenues of, you know, what you can do, like travel and all this other shit and, right. you know, buy different stuff. I mean, growing up back in the day, shit, I mean, how much access did our grandparents really have, like really have? You know what I mean? They really have access to much of anything. Right. Not compared to what we have now. So, yeah, not I mean, even close. Yeah, so if, if, if I'm seeing that, you know, me and my family can travel or we can have this amount of income if I work too or not even being in a relationship, but I can do all this shit myself and I don't need a man. I mean, shit, I'll do it. And that kind of just shifts the dynamics of the generations because where women back in the day played a supportive role that wasn't really financially based, not saying that women don't play a supportive role now because they really, really do. <laughs> Facts. But back then, the supportive role didn't really include much of finance. Right. You know what I mean? Now, it's like it can include finance, but at the same time, it's like I don't, you, just, you just don't find too many women that want to do a lot of that, what their grandparents did. You just don't. So I agree with that. Um, is it a bad thing? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think everybody evolves. I think men do too. I think more men now are willing to, not necessarily, I think more men now are willing to be okay with not being the breadwinner. You know what I mean? Right. Like it doesn't it doesn't affect their pride as much. Right. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like it's a, it's a whole bunch of things, dude, as to why. I think just people just evolve. Like people, they just evolve when you when you experience and you when you experience different things and you're exposed to more information and more things, then you evolve with it. And that's just kind of what happens with generations. So even like how we are now, the generations that come after us, mm. like they won't they won't be like us. Right. Like our grandkids and great grandkids, there's gonna be somebody that's like Chrissy the realist and think, well, damn man, like my grandkids, I mean, like my grandparents did it like this. Like why aren't people like this now? And we're looking like, damn, like, shit, why is it so, why is it like this now? Why is it not like it used to be or whatever? I think, man, I just shit, you just, niggas just evolve. That's just what it is. People evolve, generations evolve, times evolve, like shit just evolves. And that's just kind of what it is, I feel. Well, I think we, I think we definitely have more advantages, obviously, um, than we did back then. I guess it's just the rules that you, you abide by at the time, um, I can understand a woman. It's weird because I, I talk to a few different personality types of women that are at work. So I have one friend who literally just says her goal is to be a trophy wife. That's that's what she wants to do. Right. Yeah. Which is weird because that's not the norm. Like most women that I talk to, you're right. Like they want to do their own thing. And um, and that's good. I think I think one advantage that women have now uh and men compared to our our elder statesmen is that we have more role models we have more access to see things that can actually inspire us to want to do something i also think the the reverse happens where we also have more exposure to niggas that ain't doing well like like i don't like we talked about thoughts before right mm-hmm. I don't believe there are more thoughts in the world than there are good, solid women. I just don't believe it. But if I let social media inform me, 
I'm looking at a majority of women that are half naked, thirst trap pitching uh, or picturing, right? And then you start to think that that's the norm when it's really just a, a, a very minor amount of the population that's really doing that. Same thing with with men. It's just like you see ain't shit niggas, uneducated, you know, ain't about nothing. And I think a mass majority of men, there's a lot of good dudes out there. And I feel like we get a bad rep because, well, I don't know. That's weird, too. Because, yeah, some niggas ain't shit. Some niggas really ain't shit. But my, I don't know. Maybe it's my circle. I'm not exposed to the ain't shit niggas as much. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know because I, I mean because of work, I, I meet a lot of people in different walks of life. But the people I hang out with, it's completely different. And I know I agree with that. But because that the perception is that all dudes cheat, all dudes lie. Right. You being dating, you have to first prove that you're not one of the bad ones. That's an uphill climb. You know, so not only you have to, you know, first, you know, make that person attractive, make that person attractive to you. Then you have to prove, oh, I'm not like everybody else. I'm different. This is how. So that's another thing that's just it's tiring to where some of the other values that you may want mm. gets lost because you're like, well, I have to prove all these other things first. Right. Before I can even get to that point. Right. So. And then you got the walls up because it's so weird because we always say like, you know, the woman puts her representative out. Yeah. The man also puts their representative out. So the person that you're dating the first few times ain't even a real person that you're really dating because we both have walls up. Yeah. And you don't even reveal your vulnerable side yet because it's like, I don't even know if I could trust you to reveal my vulnerable side. So it's like it's like this long extended game of. Like you said, being attracted to each other, then I got to prove myself to you. You have to prove yourself to me. And then once we prove ourselves, then you let the walls down and then you got to find out if the person actually accepts the person that you actually revealed yourself to be. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy. Yeah, it is. That's a long that's a 10 step for your ass. I'm talking about addiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's just wild. And, and, and we got to pay for all, all them dates for the fake people. See that's the thing Like you gotta be smooth With it though Like you gotta do A lot of free dates You can't You can't Like The way this world's set up Free date Yeah you gotta do A free date You know like like, Hit the park or something Like do do something creative Like you know Or Something very cost effective Like Like, you're meeting somebody For the first time Yeah like shit When I met my wife Outside of wing bucket Cause I was hungry And she was hungry Right But We went to uh, what Rockwall Harbor, and we just walked around the neighborhoods like Dream Building, and then we looked at um, uh, and the harbor was there, so we just walked around the little lake. Yeah. Now we went and saw a whack ass Kevin Hart movie, but I mean, I could have probably got away with meeting her at the harbor and actually just walking around and doing that for free. Yeah, not saying that there's nothing wrong with free dates. I don't now know you you can't them. do that too long. Yeah, I, you, I made a money. You gotta find out if she's for real quick. Yeah, it's mm. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I think this would be a cool question to ask. Um, ask our followers. I think that'd be a good one to ask. Because yeah. she said she did say she want to know because we have a. I don't know what our demo is anymore as far as who listens to us, but it'd be interesting to hear different perspectives of 
the people that do follow us on Instagram mm. what they think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then also for people who say that they're sniffing other or the they're not like my my uh my grandfather, well are you like your grandmother? Yeah. And would you be willing to be? Yeah. See that's the mm, thing. That's a good question. See, that's the thing. Because that's 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 actually a good point. Because you'll have some people that how can I wanna see how what what way can I say this without so you will have somebody who wants, like you said, the, their man to be like their granddad, but then not want to be like their grandmother. Mm. And that's mm. that's that in itself is going to cause a rift. Because mm. how how you want to be like somebody, how do you want to be with somebody that's like somebody else, but you're not willing to be like, like the, the equivalent. person, yeah, the yeah. equivalent. Yeah. So like you want the nigga, because you got one out here to want to, you know, the man to pay for everything, mm. right? And right. all this other stuff. But then- like, are they willing to do what it is that matches that? See, that's the weird thing, too. Because it's like, you want us to pay for everything, but y'all also recognize the fact that the cost of living has gone up without a pay increase. Mm-hmm. And it, we live in a society where you have to have two people. Like, we got niggas that are actually living together that don't even fuck with each other, but they can't afford not to be with each other. Right. But my thing is, like, I, I guess let's just say that the dude is willing to pay for everything. What what then do you bring to the table? Moral support. Like, like is there is there food every day? Is everything washed every day? Is there? I, I will call. Is there sex and butt sex every day? Like every what? night? Are y'all on the butt sex? Hey, sex is sex. Uh, y'all on another level. I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> what? But like what left? Like what? But no. But really, like what is it though? Like, or you just want to just kick it and just chill and just be cool and just post shit on, on the internet all day. Well, that's one, not going to work. I'm going to need something. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, there's got to be some value. One thing I, I, I will, I appreciate my wife for is, like, she cooks, like, all the time. Like, she she literally is superwoman because she'll work a full day, come home. No, she'll work a full day, go work out, come home, then cook. And then we get to the, you know, it's like, yeah, it's. That's hard, cause I can't cook. And like, how many women out there don't cook, but still don't don't clean, don't know how to cook, don't know how to clean up, man, and still want all these other things? I know a chick mm. straight up. She can't cook, and she want to eat out every day. Son, yeah, nah. <laughs> you ain't gonna make it. Yeah, nah, not like that. So yes, so but anyway, we're interested to hear y'all's thoughts. So hit us up, speak between the lines, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Start a conversation with us. Join a conversation we're already having. Also, check out our merch, bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. You will find all of our shit. Hmm. Now, one thing I was on point with today. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. So, on to uh, part two of Free J Rock. Conclusion. Yes. All right, so when we left off, last time. Yeah. All right, so when we left off, I was just getting out. Uh, met up with my brother, got something to eat, and that's when I finally got the details of what happened. Can I say something that I wanted to say last time? Yeah. Before we get too deep, because I don't even know if there's going to be an opportunity that comes up where I'll be able to say this. So during this whole figure out, figuring out, you know, the resources to get J Rock out, right? <laughs> Everyone. So I'm going. I'm going to just. I'm going to speak about me. 
99.9% of me was like, Jared did not do this shit. Oh, but there was a percent. There was a percent. <laughs> there, there definitely was a percent. Because here's the thing, though. It was like the 0.1. Because you got to remember, when, when Rock... was a little higher than that. When Rock was... When when the police report said that was the date that Rock did it, nigga, we couldn't account for J Rock at all. This nigga didn't come to the podcast recording. Nope, he wasn't answering his phone. Nope, he wasn't responding to text messages. Nope, and he didn't go to work that week. Nope. So it was like, hmm, I don't think my nigga did it. But it's like it was hard to prove your whereabouts because yeah. mm. you were sick. Yeah. And you weren't answering the phone. So I just thought that was interesting that we didn't like mention on the last episode. It's like it's like you don't believe in coincidences. And that's a lot of shit that has to happen at the exact right time. Yeah, and I'm bro. just like, hmm, this nigga do be lying sometimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll be like, hmm. Yeah. He was at point one percent. I was probably about five. I was like, man, I'm yeah. Like, oh. Then you kept looking at then you, then you keep looking at the at the, the shot, the mug shot, and it was like Dog, that mugshot was brutal. It's I was like, like man, yikes. Things, that shit does make you look guilty. Yeah, and then you start thinking, it's like, man, what's... Like, this nigga got a life we don't even know about. Yeah, like, was he really out there wilding like is that? Is this nigga really at the Yu-Gi-Oh tournament? I don't think he at the Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga done drove to Houston. Yeah. Like, and I stuck somebody up. Tough. <laughs> yeah, I, man, man. It was. So I, I just I just wanted to mention I was, I was like, like harboring damn. a criminal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in my house all these times hell yeah i was like damn but this nigga was ghost behind the scenes the whole time the whole scene i mean the, behind the behind the scenes the whole time so yeah so i said all that to say nigga you need to you need to answer your phone and respond to text answer messages your phone more nigga. frequently yes because <laughs> it was like damn we couldn't do matter nothing. of fact we recorded that day and remember we we were we joking on the podcast that Nigga, you sound fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, because we, we, we like, called you in. It was like, mm-hmm. nigga, uh, you ain't sick, right? And then we we got off the phone. You said something about you said something about oh, I appreciate your concerns. Yeah, like, yeah get my energy up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, nigga, we don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> you just yeah, didn't seem believable. Yeah, no, nah, I was like, man, okay, all right. And then yeah, nigga, lo and behold, your ass was nigga in the clanker. So was there ever a question where you thought you did it? (laughs) 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 Niggas in the jail like, damn, did I do that shit? Did I do that shit? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it ain't right. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) It was never that. (sighs) But, um, wow. Nah, um, nah, never at that moment in jail. After jail, I did, but. Stop playing. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. But, um, at a hop, um, and he actually, that's, I actually showed him the picture while I was there. So he actually told him the details of the case where I allegedly went down to Houston, set up a test drive, and took the vehicle out, got to some point, brandished a gun, and told the person to get out the car. Mm. And mm. I'm like, well, I don't even own a gun. So I'm like, okay, it's crazy, <laughs> but it is what it is. So next, that was on a Sunday night, and then so the next day I go, I go to church. I mean, go to go to work. So thank God, I still have my job at this point. So Amen. I don't, right. I don't work for a week. I don't have my car at this point. So, uh, well, actually, before we get into that, so we get, we leave IHOP. 
and I have to go check on my bell. So this is why I found out some more details about that because the bell was originally eight hundred eighty nine thousand, which is stupid. High. Yeah, which is crazy. Stupid so I'm high. like, who the fuck had this type of money? Yeah, it's just crazy. So find out that my family hired an attorney, and they got the bell reduced. It was reduced from eight hundred eighty nine thousand to fifteen thousand. Come on, man. Come on, man. man Flat. Say, that's that's God. That's God. And I tell you that was some bullshit in the first place, nigga. Hell yeah. That's like a that's like a ninety nine percent. We going out of business sales. I'm I like, feel I feel at that point the case should have been dropped though. Like if if they know, yeah. I mean, it, there's enough evidence there to to drop your bell as much as they did. You ain't got nothing. Yeah, you don't have anything on them. So. I get to the bell place and we have to sign the paperwork. And this is when I find out how shady bail is. So we get there, they paid the the ten percent of it, thousand five hundred dollars. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to sign over my car as collateral. Mm. So that way if anything happens, they get they get to take possession of my car, get to sell it. Mm. Find out my brother had to put up his house for collateral. The fuck? Wait, hold on. What? Why? $1,500? Because the actual bill is 15000 But so, the house is worth more than 15000 Exactly. What would that, that? So wait, I'm going to sign over. I'm not, I don't know how much your brother house is. But I'm just going to throw a number out there. I'm, let's say it's, it's a shit house that's just 100000 Okay, fine. You know what I'm saying? $100,000. That's stupid. Wait a minute. Hold on. So, let me so like the say. deed? Yeah. Man. Hold on. So... So, so this this is all new information for me as far as how bells work. So, because you know how they say like if your bell is fifteen thousand, then you just pay fifteen hundred, right? But you actually still have to make you have you have to cover the rest of the the bell that you. Yeah, because if 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 you run, then they're responsible for the difference, and that's also how they make the money off of it. So not only let's say I were to this. Just for the country or whatever, they not only get my car but my brother's house, plus the fifteen hundred that was initially put up on it. That's nuts. So they're they're at least coming up with uh, that's nuts. Ten put, times profit. If I'm putting up my, the house and car, why do I still got to come up with the fifteen hundred? That's a good or question. Fifteen thousand. Wait, no, no, no. They get the fifteen hundred. You said, mm-hmm. and then the house and the car. Mm-hmm. But if I put up the house, why do I have to put on a fifteen? Yeah. Do you think I put out? Cause I've actually overpaid y'all. Yeah. So like you, cause the fit the the ten percent is for you to get out of jail. The rest is to cover the total amount of what the bail is. Wow, that is nuts. nuts. So I'm like, wait, what? That is nuts. You had to sign what? So the conditions of my bail was um, I, I I can't buy a gun. Also, I can't buy a car because the crime was for stealing a car when he was when he was trying to to buy it. Okay. So if my car breaks down, I can't even get a car to replace it. Are you serious? Wow. So I'm like, wow. That's I'm like that's that's annoying as hell. But I'm like, okay, you know, we gotta do this for the time being. It is what it is. So. Not only I, I have those two conditions, I have to check in with the bell company. So there, there's a mobile app where I have to check in. I take, uh, I have to take a picture of myself, and it puts the address of where I'm at. I have to do that Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday. 
Monday and Friday, I actually had to drive down to the Bell Place in person, say, hey, I'm still here. And it's downtown Dallas. Good grief. Like, the place is the exit before exit 45. Like, we're heading towards Reds' place. Yeah. That's a lot, man. That's a lot. That is a lot. So, sign all the paperwork, say, I'm going to do all this shit. Yeah. Get home. That was the best sleep I've had in a long time. I bet. This meant to to cut off the lights, not only being in my own bed, but just having control of everything. Yeah. Is an amazing feeling. So did you, did you care about any of that stuff? Like oh no, I was pissed. Was... Like what? Like uh, for like with the all the stuff I had to sign over to get it. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, I was pissed about that because like it 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 doesn't make sense to me because like you said, I'm with just the house alone covers everything. Everything. The you know what I'm saying I get you know fifteen hundred and then I lose my car. That makes sense because I'm the person in question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Y'all niggas come up almost a hundred times over, right? On everybody. I mean, I could give you, I can, I could sign over like the bathroom. That's you know, like fifteen hundred. That's not hard to get. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. With the house, the whole house, the whole house, the whole house. He couldn't even put up his car. Um, I don't know if they gave him that option. That nigga love that car. Right, I think take the house. Yeah, I think he probably would have given the house. Take, take, the the house. take that, <laughs> take the house. Just please take the house. Don't take this shit. So that's that nice. crazy. That's crazy. I didn't know that. And then they just got the house. Yeah, literally, like within a year. What? So what did he say about that? I mean, he's you know he's like whatever I have to do to get my brother out, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Mm. Do you feel closer to your brother now than you did before? Um, or is it the same? Because you always knew that was there. So I, I've always been there because he's always had my back. I've always had his back. But like I said last week, the amount of support and love that I got not only from him, his wife, but my family and everybody else. Expect, actually, go and delve into that. Actually seeing that was amazing because like I, I didn't expect it. So like even even with y'all, like you know we all you know we're friends. We do the podcast together. I've known Rudy for like seven seven eight years now. You know, I've known you for a little over three years, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's just what we do on the side. But then I get out, it's like, I talk to Rudy, it's like, man, me and Eric, you know, him and his wife, Colin Houston, you and your wife, Colin, your wife going to bat against the DA's office. Like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. That was a little interesting because, like, I called, actually, uh, John's wife and I called uh, the DA, and that was kind of an interesting situation because the lady we were talking to really didn't know much. And it's it's weird. It's like one of those delicate situations. Like you know, from working customer service, like the person that, like if I'm the customer, and you're over my policy, it's probably not a good idea for me to piss you off. Right. So it, it's weird when you're when you're talking to somebody. It's like okay, well they got my friend locked up. I feel this is some bogus shit, but I have to approach it from a a, a perspective of. I'm not going to piss off the person who has the keys to the jail cell. Yeah, makes sense. that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to hurt myself. And it was a lot of things that the lady was saying that didn't make sense. But at the same time, it's just like, all right, you got to be real careful. With you how don't you know it. what you're talking about, but I'm not going to press you because I still need to get like I'm talking to like a, a receptionist mm-hmm. or or whoever reports to the DA. So I, you're the gatekeeper. 
you don't piss off the gatekeeper because you never get to the DA. So it's just a weird dynamic. That was a that was a crazy phone call. But yeah, I mean, I think everybody like put everything into getting you out. Yeah. So like, like we tried everything. Like mm-hmm. just seeing that was it was like that that was touching. Cause like you, you expect you know you expect people to say I got your back and they mean it when something's small, mm. but when the shit hits the fan and they still got your back, right? Like that really shows the you know the people who actually are really for you, yeah, right. So that part was dope. So the next day I had to go to work. I don't have a car yet, so me and Rez worked here. So I'm like, yo, just hit me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, pick me up on the way to wow, work. I forgot about that. So he goes to work at what seven? Yeah, I don't go to work till nine. So it's like, well, shit, I'm just gonna be at work early today. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he comes to pick me up, and I'm telling them, you know, pretty much everything happened last week. And he's like, well, have you broken down? It's like, no, nah, it's good. And I, you know, tell him like, what was crazy about it? Because leading up to it was literally the worst month of my life. Because I was sick for a week. Yep. Then my apartment got broken into. Yep. And then I get accused and I have to go to jail That's for a week. Nice. So it's like, that's, and it's like literally everything that could go wrong in my life went wrong within a, within a month. Mm. So it's like, I, 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 it didn't make sense. I didn't understand the why behind of it. And then I'm, you know, I was telling, uh, telling Reg, it's like, you know, I was working on faith all the time. Mm. And then when I get, when I get to the point where I get freedom, I lost all faith. And in that moment, I just bust. I couldn't hold back the tears. And that's the first time I cried. Because, like, when God mm. delivered me from it, is I didn't have faith that God could work anymore. And, like, that's the craziest feeling I ever felt. Was it a, was it a combination of everything that, ha- that had happened? Like, you being sick, then getting your house broken into, and then getting in jail? Or was it just, like, this moment here? It was like, that damn, moment there. It's just like, that moment there. You know, and then like after the fact, I realized that you know, every disciple was never perfect. Everybody lost faith right. at some point, right? You know, so I just like what well, I, I just have to work on that aspect of my spirituality. But the fact that I lost faith at that moment, it it, it really it really hurt me. Why, man? Because it's because it because when I was there. I, I knew that God was going to deliver me. Mm-hmm. Didn't have any questions about it. I knew that, okay, some, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Then when it happens, like, yo, God failed me. And it's, it's like, yeah. Yeah. you know, you've been strong this whole time. Yeah. You, you, you hear, you hear that you're going to get released. And it's like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to make it in Houston. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I think, I think it feels a valid because I think there's a lot of people in jail who are innocent, who feel that same thing. And then they, their outcome is different. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, the fact that you, you had that break, you know, you know, I mean, it's good. It's just, it's just crazy because there is a lot of stuff that can happen in, in, such a short amount of time mm-hmm. it would almost feel like like life was playing a joke on you you know what i mean like yeah. that's a lot dude to have your shit broken into and to be sick and then get put in jail it's like what the fuck man it's like yeah because like no sense what's crazy because it reminds me of job in the bible like when the guy let you know his 
wife, his kids, his finance, and he was put in jail and he lost everything. Yeah. But he he never lost faith. Right. And then on the other side of it, you know, he you know got favor with the king. He got money back. He got everything else back. Multiplied. And yeah. he just never lost faith. No time. It's like damn. But I lost faith. That one opportunity. Where that that one. You, you know what I'm saying? You lost, you lost faith. So. But I think that also speaks to the fact that it's just like humanity. Like your life was on the line. Like your life was on the line. Everything. You don't have to be here. You you didn't have to be in this room right now recording this. Like you literally could have been in a jail cell right now. Like God knows what happens. Mm. And I think that also speaks to God's greatness that it's just like in the like literally in the moment that you lost hope, mm-hmm. he showed up. Like that's that's storybook stuff, man. Yeah, it is. Like that's like like if that doesn't build one's faith to the point where like, okay, God can do anything. God mm. God can get me out of anything. God yeah. can deliver me from anything. Yeah, bro. That's crazy, bro. It's like it's like you're a pot of rice on a stove. And then God's like in the kitchen or in the living room watching the game. Then like right before the pot of rice burns, God's like, Oh shit, let me go get this rice off the off the stove real quick. And right. then the God getting you like out. a stir fry. <laughs> in the kitchen. Start this real, like <laughs> real quick. Hey, yeah, hey. man. Nah, that's um that's powerful, dude. That <laughs> nigga forgot. Oh, Jared. Yeah, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Let me get this nigga out real quick, please, bro. <laughs> Watching the game, be like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> like, wait, something, something burning? Oh, shit. Send <laughs> it to on fire. <laughs> yeah, man. No, that's, that's wild, man. God, we have a call for you on line seven. This <laughs> is like, I'll put it on hold. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah man. Sir, it's urgent. That's wild, man. Oh, you know, because it's crazy. People, people go their whole life, you know, can go their whole life believing in God and believing that he's working in his life, but they won't be tested right. like you were. You know what I mean? That's just, that shit is crazy. It's yeah. crazy. But I don't, don't want to interrupt. Nah, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't want that test. That test is rough. Is, no, man. no, I don't want that test. Because like I said, man, some people's tests extend extend further than, than what you went through. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Like some tests, some tests don't include, you know, making bond. Or making bail, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like we had um, that whole deal with what was that when they see us? Yeah, and how, how they were accused yeah. and all that stuff. That you had the the one guy who uh, was special needs, and oh, he yeah. didn't even do it. He just went down there with his homeboy. But it's like he wasn't even there. Yeah, he wasn't even there. But he he did the longest bid. Yeah, the longest bid and experienced. You know. A lot, a lot of uh, the worst of it. A lot of abusiveness. So, I don't know, man. I just that 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 is just that's a blessing for real. That you know you didn't have to experience all that stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, no, absolutely. So, getting back on to the work, uh, like I said, I get there early. I talk with uh, my managers and my supervisors, and like even even people at work had my back. Mm. A lot more than what I would ever realize or expect people to. So, mm. a couple people who knew what happened definitely had my back during the whole situation. But I uh, went to upper management, like you know, hey, you know, because legally I don't have to disclose everything that happens. Like I'm, you know, I had a legal situation, you know, in the midst of taking care of it, and they're like, hey, cool. If you need more time, just let me know. Mm. So I'm like, shit, I'll, you know, I'll. 
actually seeing the fact that management cares enough to work with people. All right. That was another blessing part of it. So I'm going to go ahead and fast forward it because like a lot of stuff happened. But hey, hold on, real quick. I ask you a question. Yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. So what what was some of the behind the scenes stuff that that took place with your job? Because I think, um, Rez, you said that Matthew's wife, wife. went to bat yeah. for him, and so is that kind of when that took place? Well, I guess I can kind of fill in the blank on some of this. So when Jay was locked up, um, Matthew's wife who works there um we met up in hr to just kind of discuss things as far as like okay well what are we doing to get an attorney for him you know what are we doing to make sure that um he has a job to come back to and so she 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 just played a vital role in making everything happen and so she she was just amazing yeah, so she was the one who actually found the attorney I ended up using. Yep. Uh, she vetted him. Did uh, She went through a lot of different people, looked at their backgrounds. And the attorney I ended up going with was a, uh, was a previous DA. So he's well-versed in the legal defense aspect of it. So that was actually the next part. So when I reached out to him, he's like, you know, we talked up. He let me know. You know, hey, I'm here to get you, you know, get, take care of the case and then also try to go and restore you afterwards as far as make, taking care of your name. Mm-hmm. So then I got hit with the bill. Right. So for the attorney, end up costing $15,000. That's basically the bond. Yeah, literally. Exactly. Yeah. Man. So what I end up doing. For that part, taking care of the financial side of it, and I'm gonna segue off of this for a second, but I paid off one of the loans that I had against my 401k. Smart. And I took out a loan for the total amount, so I was able to just pay it off at one time. Smart. And speaking on this is, we talked a lot about finance on the show. We talked about the value of having an emergency fund. Right. And we we said offhand like it needs to be at least ten thousand dollars. Right. That alone would have taken care of the majority. Other. All the legal fees yeah. had I had that in place right. prior. So, you know, the this whole situation is very expensive. So if you're listening and you don't see a value of having an emergency situation, even if you're innocent, you need an emergency situation. You never know what's going to come up. Facts. So fast forward, I'm off work and I'm able to have a full conversation. He's like, well... First thing he asked me, how do I prove that you weren't in Houston? So literally the same question that y'all asked, like, well, you weren't at work. You know, you're saying that you were sick. How do I prove that? Mm. It's like, well, I was at home sleep all day. I really didn't talk to anybody. You know, I, I talked to y'all later on that evening on the mm. podcast. So I don't have anything to verify where it was that day. I went to uh, Kroger's that day. So he's like, okay, find out what time and we can get the surveillance f- uh, footage to show where you're at. So, by the time we got it, it turned out that I didn't go to that night, but the robbery happened in the middle of the day. Uh, so, that part wasn't helpful. All right. So, then it's like, well, I was in the ER the previous day on Monday because the robbery happened, I think it was on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, it's like I sent them all the ER paperwork showing where I was there, showing the parking stubs, all the doctor's notes, all that stuff. He's like, and then I never even thought it's like, okay, well, we can still use your cell phone data. Mm. 
he's like, well, we can use every time your phone was pinged to see where it was at. Right. So we end up subpoenaing AT&T for the cell phone records, also for the home records, because I have home internet with them to show that I'm logging in, I'm using the internet at the house because I'm watching, you know, YouTube videos while it's up, stuff like that. YouTube videos, yeah, YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course, sure, sure. I don't have sure. the energy for anything else, guys. Sure. I'm sure you <laughs> I told you guys on the hey, podcast, I'm a, trying to get my strength up. Hey, nigga, that was a high stress, that was a high stress moment, dog. You got to release. <laughs> Uh, so, Francis, don't fail me now, man. <laughs> Yo, that nigga went through his A list, boy. For real, boy, it's a good list. Mm. <laughs> Make sure it with y'all sometime. But um, <laughs> yeah, one day on this podcast, we gotta go through our A list to see who's on there like that. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, we ain't got. Oh, we don't have to. Yeah, see, see if no. everybody else, everybody had the same top five. <laughs> But um, so we got the subpoenas for all that information. And once the stuff coming back is when I started to get more and more upset mm. about how this case was handled. So my attorney goes to the to the dealership because he, he's actually there in Houston. Right. And he's like, um, I need to get the surveillance uh, video because my client's saying that he wasn't there. But you guys saying that you let somebody drive off the lot. With the vehicle with the associate. They first tell them that our IT person is overseas right now. So we don't have any way to access it. A video? Yes. You need an IT person to see a video? So then he calls me. Why is he overseas? Vacation maybe? Mm. Oh, he worked there. I mean, well, allegedly he works there. But it, it's it, it, everybody in that office was non-Americans. Or not Native Americans. So he could have been go visit home or wherever the case is. Mm. So I'm like, okay. That's, he, he calls me, he tells me, I'm like, that sounds weird. It's like, I can get the prosecutor to, to research it too. That way there's pressure on both sides. But I need to know if we get this video, will it show that you're there? I'm like, no, I was in Dallas. So whatever you have to do, I don't care. Do it. Mm-hmm. So the prosecutor starts asking him and my attorney's asking him, where's the video? And here's the annoying part about this. Why has the prosecutor not already done this? Facts. Facts. Right. So I'm I'm already been arrested, but the prosecutor doesn't even have any video of me in the store. So I'm like, that's 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 annoying. So the prosecutor and my and my attorneys pressuring them, we need the video, we need to see what's going on. They come back and tell them both that well it's a thunderstorm here in Houston and all the video got destroyed. Yeah, of course. Which is, I, I found that interesting <laughs> now that you mentioned that because I was curious as to how this case got even pushed through the grand jury. Like, what evidence did they even show to the grand jury that made the grand jury say, okay, all right, yeah, he most likely did it. You know what I mean? Like, because they didn't have video footage. Nope. So, like, what did they have exactly? We'll get to that later on. Okay. But the answer for right now is nothing. Nothing. Yeah. All right. The answer is nothing, but we'll get to it. <laughs> so we find that out. I'm like, okay. So he goes to every surrounding business to see if they have any camera angles that could get anything. Either they didn't have it or it wasn't clear because it's nothing predominantly close to it. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So a week when a week goes by, he's like, hey, we they they found the car. Great. He's like, there are prints on it. Is okay if I give them your print? Yeah, give them whatever they want. Yes. 
Yes, r- run my prints, please. Right. Show that, it's not, you know, I, I was never there. Three days later, it's going back. Well, something happened with the prints, so they can't use them. The hell? What does that mean? So I... They washed their car or something? I have, I have no idea. So they, they, they weren't able to verify the, any information off the prints. They weren't able to verify it was you off the prints. Yeah, pretty oh, much. God, so I'm like, are you kidding me? So first, there's no... The surveillance video that shows it's not me doesn't exist. Because of Thunderstorm. Because Thunderstorms just delete videos, that, and it only hits one store. Because every other every other uh, business had video. Come on, man. In that area. Come on, man. But the one. So I'm like, okay, this is... This is really fucking stupid at this point. Yeah. So now we found the vi- we found the vehicle. Not only is it stupid, it's costing you money. Yeah. Yes. A lot of it at that. So then. And it's until pro- proven guilty my ass. So f- friends come back, no information on it. So I'm like, okay, Jesus fucking Christ. How so, do you not pull up? Yeah, that's a good point. If I'm innocent until proven guilty, I shouldn't have to pay anything until y'all prove that I did it. Motherfucking right. Like if like. This this should all be on the prosecutor's bill until they prove that it was me. If it's not, I should have to pay for anything. I agree hard. One hundred percent. It's like, bro, like I'm sitting there doing all this shit. I wasn't down there, but because my tail light is out, y'all got me on some bullshit that I wasn't even a part of. And now what's I'm the part out of, of the money. tax dollars? Yeah, but then shit. Now I'm out of six. Now I'm out of fifteen thousand dollars just to prove that it wasn't me. No, how about the prosecutor takes this bill until he can prove that it was me? And by this point he don't even have anything on you. And then and here's a this was really pissed me off about it. They they haven't done any work. Right. Because my attorney is the one who found out that there's no surveillance video. Mm. My attorney is the one who checked around other business to prove it. My attorney is doing what the cops should have done in the first place. So imagine if you didn't have the money to make bail. Stuck. Man, and nobody's checking. You didn't have the money to make bail, or you didn't have the money to even hire an attorney to go to bat for you like this. Like either, number one, I would I would be in Houston in jail. Yes, until the court case. Right, and then number two, I would have a public defendant because I couldn't afford it, and I have to pray that he is competent enough to do everything that my attorney did. Mm-hmm. Right. But, on top of the million cases that they're also working at the exact same time. But like right. th- that's why I feel like so many people are in jail. Because either where there's guilt or innocence, they can't afford to be properly proven yeah. innocent. So it's like, well, they may not be guilty of this crime, but they may have done something else in the past. Right. So it's like, well, I'll just cop a deal. Yeah, the public defender is actually going to recommend you cop a deal. So it's like... The system is geared to keep people in prison, mm-hmm. and then the people who can't afford to get out is designed to make you plead to something. Mm-hmm. So that way, you know, in most cases, um, and I, and I, um, going back to when I was majority of people in in the Ellis County Jail, it was for small misdemeanors or small drug like misdemeanor charges, right? And it's like. Nobody goes to court until after three months because it's so backlogged. And by the time that they go, they just let them go on time served. Mm. Really? Wow. See? Hell no. So, like, it's designed. It's like, oh, we got you. We'll make money off you for three months. And then we'll let you go. Let you go. Because we know it's bullshit in the first place. And now you can't get a job. You done lost a job you already had. Like, it's just... Lost your housing, lost your transportation, lost your livelihood. 
Yep. Now you got this shit on your record. Yep. Mm-hmm. That you don't have the money to get off. Yep. Get Man's, on your feet, nigga. Good luck. Right. Yeah. What, what's, what's that? What's that? That bootstrap shit that the niggas be saying? The who? The bootstrap shit. The bootstraps. Mm. What they say? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, able really uh, like, to tie yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah, like pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Oh, like yeah, that yeah, bullshit. yeah, yeah. Bootstrap bullshit. Good rebound. Bootstrap bullshit. That's what that is. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Nah, so just, and actually seeing that part, it's like, how many people actually are able to get access to that type of money that quickly? Right. Like, I'm very blessed the fact that, number one, my loan was paid off enough where I could just pay it off on one paycheck. Facts. And then had to di- able to take out another one right and pay for it because right. if i wasn't the attorney was he would have worked with me to do payment plans but he still wanted two thousand dollars a month Whew. for five months yikes there's not enough overtime in the world for that you ain't kidding two thousand a month on top of your expenses uh-uh two thousand a month for five months for five months that's it oh it's a dirty game out here man was there ever a time where you felt like you could have represented yourself. Like the information that your attorney was getting, do you felt like I could have got this shit and did it myself? Not because I don't have access to the system. Yeah, the subpoena alone, but he would have been SOL. He would have called AT and T and been SOL mm-hmm. on that. So, yeah, yeah, because the subpoenas, just having, even just knowing the right people to actually talk to, to get things going. Yeah, and the fact it's a former DA who has clout. He has no clout. He's the he's the convict. He's just yeah. He's or the just, alleged convict, right? Yeah. So was that was that the piece of information that sealed the deal? Uh, the no. ATT records. No. So okay. I don't want to speak your story, but I'm just kind of just no no no. So like they come to me. So and and that was another annoying part. So like one thing about my attorney, he is very honest about it. You know, everything's going. He's like, I'm not gonna promise you anything. I'm just gonna do everything I can to work with you. He's like, the hard part about you know uh, defending somebody innocent is harder to prove that you didn't do something versus it's easier to allege because mm. you have to have like if i went to work then there would you know there would be no case because i have something showing where i was at but mm-hmm. it's harder to prove something didn't happen versus something did right so like that was the un- a very frustrating part about it because like i'm here it's like i'm giving you everything i can think of but I feel like it's not enough. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, what else can I do? It's like, see, we have we just to kind of chime in on that too, because we would we would have conversations. Me, John, uh, me and Matthew, mm-hmm. uh, and me and Yonisha, we would be like, okay, cool. Well, he went to the hospital, but then we would poke holes in and be like, well, damn, just because he went to the hospital on Monday, don't mean he couldn't get his ass up and drive to Houston the next day. Then we'd be like, okay, well, uh, he went to. Um, he he was on the internet at his house, right? Well, who's to say you just didn't leave the phone at the house with someone? Yeah. And like, there's there's always it's a, always a, a way, yeah. And if you're all you have to do is allege, you have an advantage. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we were poking holes so much. I think Rudy started getting frustrated at one point at, at the holes we were poking. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Like, I you could hear it, like yeah, nah, because we all were confident that you didn't do it, but. We got to play devil's advocate. Yeah, you know correct. what I mean? Because just like you said, we have to prove that you didn't do it because they can always allege something. And so when we were having that discussion, you know, we'd be like, okay, well, what about this? What about this? And you can hear like the frustration mm-hmm. <laughs> in Rez's voice like, 
I'm t- he didn't do it. I'm telling y'all. Like, <laughs> we, well, we know he didn't, but like, this is a, these are the questions that that's gonna come up. That's gonna come up. Mm-hmm. So we got to make sure that these questions have answers. And too. I legit got mad at you because I'm like, yo, if he fucked off his whole life just because he wouldn't take his ass to work, like, I, that's literally the one. I'm like, bro, all you had to do was tough it out one day. Did you ever think about that? Hell yeah. Like damn, every day. I, yeah, like every day. It's like all I had to do was literally go to work for three hours. Not even that. Go to work for two hours. I go to work at nine. Go to work for two hours. Go home. It's a three-hour drive. Three to four-hour drive between Houston. It's no way I could have done it. And we and that's what we were calculating. We yeah. were like, okay, cool. Well, he said he went to Kroger's or whatever store at this time. How how long would it take to get from this location? Like we would Google, yeah, to mm-hmm. see like, okay, well, this is the time frame. Like I remember, we had a conversation. We were like, "Well, it depends on what time they say that the the yeah. robbery happened." Right. And I was arguing that, well, I would think a criminal would rob them at the end of the night because there's less people there. Mm. But he ended up doing it apparently midday, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Well, fuck!" That throws off the whole timeline. Yeah, and then that that was another frustrating part. So, uh, for I privacy reasons, I turned off location services off my phone. Crap. So, oh, so they couldn't even ping your phone. So no, yeah. no, 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 no. They, they still can ping. Well, you. AT&T could, but yeah, AT&T can. Yeah, but like all the other apps that you use, yeah, like, they can't. Right. So it's like, um, I didn't go anywhere, but he's like, one thing he asked me is like, check your your Google Maps history, mm-hmm. because anytime that you search, it shows where you're at. Right. So it's like, check that, you know, give me a whole list. It's like, yo, I don't have anything for that day. I don't have anything. And it's like, it's so frustrating. Come back. It's like, yo, I don't have that. Hey, I, I wish I did. so bad. So. Oof. That looks, that looks <laughs> yeah. bad, bro. I'm not even going to lie you to know, you. You know, because it's funny that you mentioned that. Because one of the, one of the, when we were kind of, when me and Rez was brainstorming that, one thing we said was like, well, shit. Just get his phone and like he'll be able to show all this. And you know, we'll be able to log into his Gmail and all this other shit. But mm-hmm. now we're hearing from you, you didn't even have none of that shit on, so that wouldn't have mattered. Right. right. So um one thing that I didn't know that is even though like all that stuff is off, anytime that you get an email, they ping to see where you're at when you received it. Mm. And when and same thing when you send it. So like he's end up subpoenaing in Google, Yahoo, all that stuff to get the location from the emails were sent from. Yeah. But it's like, damn, you old, bro. You still got a Yahoo? Shit. I mean, it's, yeah. it's there. I got, I got a Yahoo too. Everybody yeah. has a Yahoo. Just... Yeah, I got it. I mean, I got, oh, well, yeah, I haven't exactly. closed mine down too. Yeah. I don't use it though. I'm like, I, like that's not the email I'm passing out. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, like, that's bad. You get a nasty award if you pass it out. <laughs> like, yeah, me. man. Because that's like throwback when like the name was all wild and stuff. Yeah. It wasn't all professional, like first and last name. It's like, some crazy stuff. I'm like shit. Yeah. So I was like, like bring it it's a account. spam coming yeah. to that account. <laughs> Hit me on my Bing account, nigga. Right. What? Yo, Bing account. <laughs> Bing. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nah, you're good. So it's like we're spending like a good two weeks just trying to build a timeline and show where I'm at. Like I literally still have the paperwork from ATT, like every call. Mm. When if it goes to voicemail, what time it was, all that is it was wild. So it almost makes you want to like have your shit on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Although I've, know, I've turned, I've turned everything on since then. Yeah, but a lot of people out here, they're really, they're really like big on privacy. Like they're not oh, on social media and everything. Yeah, like yeah. That. Like I don't want to turn all this shit off on my phone and all this other stuff. But now we're hearing this, and it's like. But and the crazy part of the counter argument is, like they can make the argument. Well, who has your phone? 
Correct. You know, how can I prove that was you? Which that was, that's that the, the argument, argument I was making. That was the argument that we came up with too. Yeah. As well. So I, and like even if you, well, like the only thing that you can really do is like if you answer the phone, that's the only verifiable way that you have. Like if you're making a phone call, right? Because you can verify that. Oh well, did you speak to this person this time? And when you show the the subpoena records for AT and T, they're very detailed. It shows the call, if it was forward or not, if it was forward, what number it was forward to. So they, even if you have your call forwarding on where you don't have your physical phone on you, they can tell. Wow. Makes sense. Yeah. But it's like you don't expect that level of detail. So I go through this process for about a week, this final information. And then about a month later, because at this point it's just me going to work, you know, nothing meaningful happening. I had to go to Houston for court. Mm. So it was on Thursday. Mm. So I drive down to Houston that Wednesday night, stay in the hotel, and go to court the next day. The court, the reason for court is only to reset the date. So it's only just to push it back, but I still have to show up. So I get there, suited out. Looked amazing, by the way. Just going to put that out there. Did you? You take a picture? I did. Because uh-huh. I didn't want to you know, take a picture with the, with the courthouse behind me. Oh, <laughs> I got you. I got yeah. you. So uh, I get there, and this is my first time actually meeting the attorney because everything else has just been with phone calls. So we're up there chopping it up, and oh, one before that. So the how they found the fake page is the person gave a telephone number, and they searched the telephone number, and it came up to a face Facebook page with my name with my name on it. In my picture, and by the time I was released, the, the page was already taken down, so I wasn't able to actually see the physical page. Right. So, um, the person that the number they gave out was a T-Mobile phone number, and of course, I've had AT and T since yep. I was nineteen. So for the past eleven years, you know, y'all tried to make me go to T-Mobile. I mean. Oh, Damn. You do that. Yeah, had you gone, <laughs> shit, y'all strong that yet, man? You know, T-Mobile save money. Yeah, so no, they can still save you money. <laughs> 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 For real, that would have been nuts, though. That's crazy. So fortunately, I didn't. So, um, that why they had the account. It was saving them money, so they could do the fraud shit. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So that that's how they were able to to search it because they. Uh, they used numbers uh, by name and picture, so they did a search by license, and they found whatever picture match was on the Facebook page. So that's how they end up finding me. Mm. And apparently in Houston, it's a lot of people with my name, first, middle, and last. And my attorney looked at it, it was like it's five hundred and twelve people in Houston. Yeah, with my name. Yeah, really. Mm. Which is crazy because Rochelle is not a name you would think is that. Well, it's not common here. Right in Louisiana, it's very kind because it's a French name. So New Orleans, Baton Rouge is a very common name. So, so it's a lot of y'all niggas out there in Houston. Apparently so, and because hurt. that was one thing that we said too was like, well, this nigga's name's not that common. At least I, I said that like, man, yeah. his name ain't that common. So it's like somebody's clearly using this identity, like this is identity theft. Somebody right. got this nigga shit, and now it's like, what the hell? Like somebody know? I thought I was like, well, damn, maybe somebody knows him mm-hmm. like if somebody that knew you because they had your number apparently they had your right. first and last name so it was like and on the page i screenshot the page like it had all your shit yeah yeah, yeah. 
like shit from your page. Yeah, like everything on it. Yeah, yeah was from like my everything that's in general. And since then, I changed my privacy settings on it, where it's very limited to what it shows on my page now. Right? Yeah, because of this. But it was actually a completely separate number. It was a Houston number. So I get down there in Houston. I meet the attorney. We're chopping up a little bit about the case. And, you know, he's like, well, uh, I got the records back from T-Mobile. And uh, the, the person's name was listed as Muhammad Ali. Get the fuck. For, for like, for the account, for the, for the T-Mobile account. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. And Muhammad he's like, Ali had your phone number? Hmm? Yeah, Ali, had, Ali called you from the grave, bro. Yeah. So it's a use number, and it was actually registered to somebody called Muhammad Ali. Wow. And it was actually spelled wrong. They, <laughs> they spelled, spelled the Muhammad. greatest name wrong. They spelled Muhammad wrong. Yeah. He, of course. And then my attorney made a, a joke. Hmm. It was a great joke, but I was so pissed off and I couldn't laugh at it. He's like, you know what? I believe it because he's definitely fun like he's he's definitely fun like butterfly. I seen like a bee me. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that definitely is a joke that I would have made on this podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> considering the circumstances, yeah. it's like you know what? It's a really good joke. But I, I can't laugh right now. <laughs> I'd be like, so that mean this joke means that I'm I'm free. Yeah, like you're gonna get me out of this shit. I hope. I hope we wouldn't be making this joke and I couldn't get out this motherfucker. So no. So we go into court, and which is. Weird, because they they have a roll call. Everybody sends, you know, everybody says they're present. And then it's like two officers came up and they got two people from where we were at. And it's like, hey, we need y'all sit over here. And then they came back. It was like a lady and a, and a gentleman. They took her person and gave it to the person they're with. So apparently they messed up on their bails. So they're going back to prison. And that's not what you want to see. <laughs> If you're oh, me, ho 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 ho, that's a threat. Really Yikes. bad omen. Just like, hey, 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 uh, Sim, Sim, you, you too. I, we need y'all to sit over here in this section. Got up. Uh, that did not come back. What? Wow. So I would have been sick. Shook. Had I made bail and I went down to Houston and it was like, nah, psych nigga here. I'm put these on real quick. Yeah, man. Uh, put these yeah. crocs on real quick. <laughs> put these crocs on. Uh, let, me, let me see. Uh, follow me to the back. <laughs> let me see if you see the same size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thirteen, right? Okay, yeah. Now we got you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but I thought so. Man, so at this point, they're uh, they're like seeing people one on one, and all the attorneys are making conversations, making side deals with the state. So I'm there for like fifteen minutes. It's like, hey, your court date's been pushed back till September 27th. You're good to go. You can go home. I'm like, okay. So I leave, walking back to the hotel so I can change clothes. I get a call from my attorney. It's like, hey, uh, I need you to come back up here right now. Oh, shit. Hell no. The judge wants to talk to you about the bail. Oh, 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 no. I was like... He's oh, like, my stomach started like, hurting. Bro, I'm on my way up 45 North. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on I can't my way come back, Dallas. Bro. He's like, don't worry. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Nigga, you no, don't no. know. <laughs> I, like, I, don't, I don't know. I'm scared right now. Yeah. He's like, don't be scared. It's like, everything is like, it's okay. They just want, they just want to talk to you. It, it's going to be okay, but we just need you back right now. I mean, you can put me on speakerphone. Yeah, man, I'm here. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. You can't arrest oh, me yeah. from a distance. <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> I FaceTime anything. Yeah, it don't dog. matter. 
Shoot, it's 2019. It's technology, baby. I ain't got to be there. Didn't you say the judge FaceTimed you when you was right? Nigga, I can do the same thing. Yeah, man. Big facts. So I go back. Oh, Jay. Mistake number one. Yeah, exactly. Mistake number one. No, go ahead. So I come back up, and my turn's like, your turn like, you know, you, boy. Yeah, boy. Right. He's like, so the the judge may use some scary language. Everything's okay. Just say, yes, your honor, no, your honor, and that's it. So they call us up, and we're sitting in front of the front. We're sitting in front of the judge, like, um, I wasn't here when the bell was assigned or when it was reduced. So I want to hear the facts of the case, right now. Go. Mm. This is the judge talking. This is to the you. judge. Oh, this is the moment of truth, there. So. The prosecutor starts like, okay, well, the defendant uh, called in to actually schedule a test drive for the day prior. And then on Tuesday, he showed up, test drove the vehicle, burned his gun, told the lady to, go to, to leave the vehicle. Uh, she was nervous. She called the cops after. She did a search on Facebook, and she, and she provided them with uh, the Facebook page and the, and the telephone number. So that's how they got that information. So the police didn't do the search. She did the search. She, she did the search. Motherfucker. Hmm. So that's interesting. She's just looking for somebody. Really? So then um, he gives my information. He's like, well, the defendant said that he wasn't there. You know, he's worked in insurance for a while. He's college educated and some other information. So then they go back to what they've done. It's like, well, we were unable to get the surveillance video we have tried to duplicate the search that the young lady did originally, but we, we we're not able we're unable to get the same results that she has. And uh, we found the vehicle, but the prints uh, the prints uh, weren't usable. So then the judge says, "So it sounds like y'all should dismiss this case." I'm gonna say, "Bitch, you goddamn right!" Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, nigga, I'm gonna wait for an answer. I'm gonna wait for an answer. <laughs> you know, hold up, pump the brakes, because here's the thing that pisses me off too. The prosecutor knew they had no evidence. Zero. But they still presented it to the judge like, well, the defendant did this. Well, nigga, how do you know? Yeah, how do you know? Mm-hmm. So she says that this is the first time that I've breathed during this whole process. Right. Because this whole time, it's like, I feel like everything White I'm judge, black judge? No, black, black lady. Oh, black yeah, I'm going to be saying that, yeah. So this whole time, I'm like, everything I'm giving, I feel like isn't enough. It's not proving what I need to prove. Mm-hmm. So we get here, it's like, well, why haven't y'all dismissed it yet? Oh, I'm like, thank God, shit, I can breathe now. Right. So then the prosecutor's like, well, we, we're trying to get, get a hold of the original witness so we can, you know, try to find out what's going on. Mm. So I'm like, mm, it's cute or whatever. So it's like, we're just asking for more time to reach out to her. We Wait, try- how much time has passed? So this is... This is a month? Yeah. So it's... The latter part of July at this point, so it's been a, about a month, because so, the court because the court date would have been pushed back two months, so it's late July. So they had a whole month and they could never find this witness. Have been able to find her, and they want more time. But you gotta remember though, so, you gotta remember they wasn't working on the case. They, so yeah. so you would have been in had you not been able to. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Like, had you not been able to make bail, you're telling me that with no evidence, they got the nerve to be like, well, we want more time to find a witness that we had a month and a half to find, but can't. Haven't located. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, because they, they haven't worked. They haven't worked. When you case. know where she works, is she still there? Yeah, Nigga. but no, they got they got other cases that they're working on. They're not just working on Jared's case, so of course his shit was pushed to the back. 
You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, nah, just the, the fact that, because as you're telling this story, kind of like Rez alluded to, as you're telling this story, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to this story as if you, you would be in jail. Like, man, like, if you weren't able to make bill, like, okay, so my nigga would have came out, handcuffs and shit or whatever, and be like, all right, well, we're pushing your date back. And then you would have to sit back in jail until your next date, which I heard happens a lot. Like, I heard cases get pushed back all the time. Oh, yeah. The owners, like, we got the first cases because my attorney was working on it. Mm. Because, like, it hasn't even, it wasn't even on the docket. Because in order for us to even do the, uh, do the uh subpoenas there has to be something on the court docket and like that 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 they said nothing up they did zero investigation work but somebody's word was enough to put somebody behind bars this is ridiculous because like it's a no lose situation for them all right cool this nigga's innocent he makes bail i just came up fifteen thousand or fifteen hundred dollars because i got my ten percent Mm-hmm. He can't make bail. Cool. I have him in prison, and I actually make or in jail, and I actually make money by the occupancy of the jail. Because I have government contracts that says, oh, okay, well you're gonna pay pay me X amount of dollars to have food services or electricity, like things like that. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah, it's, it, they can't lose. Mm-hmm. That's why I said the prosecutor need to be able to hold this bill until yeah. he can prove. Especially if you're not working, you're not even working on the case, yo. Cosign. But you just got me in this bitch. Cosign. I'm yeah. just locked up, and you just got me in this bitch on some shit I didn't do. All nah. for you to like still get money out of me, and have my brother's house put up, and then have my car put up on some shit that I didn't even do. But you're not even working on my case. Yeah, we ain't even adding up what what the what the toffee was for getting the car off the impound. Yeah, we ain't talked about like, that. Like, come on, man. Oh, oh and, and don't worry about Oh, don't forget the job that could have been lost. Right. Man, fortunately, fortunately man. I had enough vacation to where that was an issue. Like, I had, to, I had to waste a week of vacation for this. Right. And, shit, I get, what, maybe a, one day off for every month I work? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yes, one day off for every month. Dang, so that's, that, that's literally six months of my life wasted at work, gone. Yeah. That, that I can't take advantage of. Right. Then I had to pay about three hundred and like about three hundred and thirty dollars to get my vehicle out of impounded. Mm-hmm. And then the impound was that cheap. Well, here's the they they don't take cards. You have to go get cash. Motherfucker. Who don't take the they impound lot? Oh yeah, no. Yeah, they got yeah cash up. That's crazy though. I'm like, what? I'm like, y'all don't take card in 2019. Mm-mm. Grimy. Nah, we need we need this out the books. I'm sorry. Yeah. Give us this 300. dollars yep. So I had to I had to go find a, a damn ATM just to even get my car out. Yep. That's gonna hit you for a transaction fee. Mm-hmm. Cause it, yeah, th- there was there was no chases out here. <laughs> that shit would be. That's just that's just frustrating. I would be so frustrated with all that. Mm-hmm. So like the big shit, the little small intricate shits like the three dollar transact like all that shit would have pissed me off i would have been upset yeah man i would be mad i would be mad but go ahead so what 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 happened next all right so at this point so you know she makes that statement but then she's still upset about the bail because either she wasn't there or she was on vacation or, or whatever the case was so when my attorney went to have it reduced she wasn't the one who reviewed it and she was like, well, 
you know, she's like to, I'll guess I'll make an example to him. He's like, next time, make sure that you clear it with whoever the judge is, because if they don't agree with what they reduce it to, they can reject the bail mm. and reset it. Mm. And that means that you have to go back to prison because the amount that was originally paid is no longer what the state agrees to. Wow. Is Was she the judge that set the bill in the first place? That, that part I don't know. Okay. Yeah, because I would have some questions for her too. So th- that part, I don't know if it was done automatically or if she was the one who said it. So. I just want to know the mindset of the person who set that, that bail in the first place. Had to be. Had to be. Somebody new, like what? Like clearly, you typed one extra zero in there. Had to be somebody in training, still. Had to be, bro. Ain't no way. There's no. That's impossible, man. So after that shit, you know, I come home. So wait, what? So what? What came of that though? No, it was just, it was just a warning, just to let to the, the, to your attorney. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like why do I have to be present for a warning? So wait, so she says, why wasn't this case dismissed already? What did the pro- Oh, the prosecutor said yeah, they wanted yeah, the yeah, they, they wanted more time. So she was cool with that. Well, yeah, because like I, from the prosecutor's standpoint, they don't want to dismiss a case, and they are letting somebody innocent go, which I get. They don't want to dismiss a case and let someone innocent go. I mean, that sounds, I mean, I mean, no, I think no, you, I mean the back. I see the back. No, they, but I think I think the way you said it's probably the way it went. Yeah, the way it's it's really done. Oh, yeah, we I don't mean, let the innocent yeah, nigga go. Hold on, wait. Yeah, right. And because like there's like well we have somebody for a crime mm-hmm. whether it's right or wrong we have somebody we got a warm body don't don't let us you know lose this yeah so it's like first we let him go then we may not get who actually did it give us a chance to frame this nigga hold on <laughs> give us a chance yeah, <laughs> like, wait give us a, a chance to frame his ass which is how it felt that's what it feels like like that's what it felt so I mean you want additional time like y'all had a month already mm-hmm. y'all issued a arrest warrant. Because it happened in early June or something, the, like the month prior when I got sick. Right. So it was already, so it's been damn near two months since it happened. And y'all want more time? Right. Y'all issued a warrant off the word of a woman who Googled or, you, or Facebooked a phone number with no evidence. That was the only piece of evidence that was done. Come on, man. What if it was just a misdialed number? What if the digits was one number off? Like, come on, man. So during this whole time period, I haven't been asked any questions by anybody, by the state. You know what I mean? Cause like you're used to seeing it on TV, it's like, okay, we suspect you do it, you get come in, they ask you questions. No questions asked. This immediate arrest. Right. It's like that's stupid to me. <sighs> so it's like I and like, you know, I'm talking about your encounter with the cop or well, no, I mean with the no, state, with the, with, state. With, with, with the state, state, with the prosecutor as a whole, because right. like you know, you watch Law and Order or all these other law shows. It's like I think this person did murder. We're gonna bring him in for investigation, right? So, Same Hollywood. That shit doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah. Uh, did you ever speak to the prosecutor at all directly? Mm-mm. Wow. And they never spoke to you. No. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yeah, I mean, your attorney probably wouldn't want that to happen anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But so, I leave out, leave out Houston's like, I will never, I will never go back to that trash ass city. Ever. Jesus Christ. So, but I mean, it 
You weren't even in it when it happened. That's what I'm saying. Shit. That's, that's the crazy. You know. Okay, rewind. Going back to that that five percent of of doubt that I had, mm-hmm. right? I remember back when we was in an apartment. You said you had a homegirl in Houston. That that yeah, yeah. also kind of put. I was like, because on that fake Facebook page, there was one girl that was linked there that that was from Houston. So I'm sitting there looking like, oh shit, is that the girl? And I was like, I don't want to believe this, but then, but that 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 did kind of. I was like, well, this nigga said he ain't been in Houston in years, and I'm trusting him on that. But yeah. it just it just looked crazy. It looked crazy. Yeah, it but, did. But I mean, in, being in insurance, we both know that Houston's the fraud capital uh, in car insurance. Like they 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 have fraud running rampant in that city all day. Yeah, but yeah. When I was insurance, the, one of the companies I worked for, they didn't even. Write in, in in Houston That's because of that. Yeah. yeah, because of that, they didn't even write in yeah. Houston. It's bad, but that's actually us. I believe in that policy. Shit. Yeah, I thought about that, but um, so I come back home and and you know I'm telling people like you know everything that happened. Well, the people who already know about the case, because still at this point, I'm still not talking to people about it because. I don't want my words to be used against me. Right. I don't want something that I say to somebody be taken out of context yep. to the wrong person and then that, you know, be used to destroy my character. Yep. Right. Smart. So at this point, I'm just waiting because my, my attorney says like, you know, it should be, the case should be dropped before the court date. If I, you know, I'm doing everything I can to make sure that you have to come back down here. But if you do this a date, it'll be September 27th. Mm. So I'm like, I'm just waiting for this phone call. I'm waiting for the text message. It's been dropped. You don't Damn, have to worry about it. Like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So I don't even let me see what they actually came through on real quick. You say the text message? Mm-hmm. So this whole time you're just you're just waiting. I'm sitting there trying to figure out what he's thinking on the drive home. That's a long drive home with that over you. I'm just happy to be going home. Facts. That that at all, yeah. Especially if people are getting there thinking that their belt is taken care of, then it's like, oh wait, no, nah, it's they, not. Oh, oh my I'm grab this cell back here in the back. That's nigga. I would have wow. been sick, dog. I would have been sick. So why why are you looking at that? Like, and by, I mean, excuse me if you didn't answer this, but like, what is the conversation with you and your attorney right right after you leave the judge? Like, is he like? Like after hearing what the prosecutor said and kind of everything that that took place, like is is he like, oh, we got this shit in the bag? Like, no. um, he's pretty much saying that, uh, that they don't they want to make sure that if they let the, somebody go, they want to make sure that they're innocent. They don't want to let somebody guilty go because once they let them go, it's harder to get them back. And so double jeopardy. Well, no, because that's been tried yet. Oh, yeah, you're hasn't right, been tried. yeah, you're right, you're right. So. If they let somebody go and they have them where I'm checking in every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? They know where I'm at at right. any point, right? So your attorney wouldn't like no motivational, like man, we got we got this in the bag, like, don't even worry about it. He wasn't even positive, like he just well, kind of like even I'm, kill. Yeah, no, he was he, no, he was very even kill during during the entire process because like his thing is I don't want to promise you anything and then something happens, right? And I can't make that promise, right? So it's like, because um, even before I left, it's like, so uh, once this is dismissed, what do we need to do to, as far as clean out my record? It's like, let's go ahead and focus on the case first before we worry about 
mm-hmm. anything that comes afterwards. So his own thing is like, well, we're, we're just going to focus on this part for right now. Right. I'm, you know, and th- that was pretty much it. Okay. So I get the, the September 5th. He hits me up. It's like the case has been dropped. He calls text. No, he called me. Okay. And that man, that was the best day of my of my life. Because mm-hmm. like before, in um, there's a lot of stress and a lot of stuff that weighs on you that you don't realize. So because I know that my car, there's a lien on it. Some nights I wake up in the middle of the night just to go see if my car is still there. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because apartment complexes do random tows to make sure that the people who are there are supposed to be there. Right. So if I hear a truck backing up, whether it's a tow truck, a spectrum truck, any truck, I'm going to tell you, okay, where's my car at? Right. So it's, it's that. I'm at home um, and I hear a cop drive by. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel anxiety. It's like, okay, did something turn in my case? Are they coming for me? Right. I don't know what's going on. And like two weeks prior, I got stopped. Oh, yeah, that's right. Two weeks prior to yeah. the case being dropped. You yeah, got I, got, I got stopped by a state trooper. I forgot about that. Okay. So I was stopped because my the, um, the license plate in the front is not mounted. And I just had like this sitting on the floorboards, this is on the floor of my car. It's like, yo, Texas law requires that, you know, you have the license plate mounted in the front and in the back. I'm like, Which okay. Is a stupid law. I'm like, okay. I, um I you know, I, I got the car from Louisiana. It's not a it's not a law there, so I don't have a mount for it. So like, okay, still you need to go online, find your mount or call a dealership. It's like, um, it's your license, the address on your license up to date. No. They didn't ask me this when I got arrested. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Right. But I'm like, uh, it's like, hey, I, you know, I'm like, hey, I recently moved. Uh, so it's not up to date. It's like, okay. But I didn't put a date on it because I know that smart. you have. Yeah, smart. you, got, that's you smart. got 30 days. Yeah, you know? so it's like, you know, I know you got 30 days or you can be taken for it. It's like, okay. Uh, do you think it was over or less than 30 days? Shit. Really? Yeah. I told you it's been a while. Come on, super <laughs> cop. I, I almost got caught up like that one time. We had just moved, um, not to interrupt your story, mm-hmm. but we had just, I think we had just moved out here. No, we had been out here for a while, but my address still showed my street address. Mm. So when we got pulled over, um, the guy looks off my address because I was driving or whatever. And he was like, so um, how long have you guys been out here? And Ash was like, about two years. And I was like, oh, about two weeks. We've been <laughs> out here, you know, two weeks or whatever. I moved in. He was like, oh, okay, yeah, because, you know, you got 30 days to get your address changed. So you may want to do that. Mm. So, yeah, now when you started saying that, I was like, yeah, now I've definitely been there, done that. So. No, nah, they caught me in my neighborhood. Um, nigga, my shit was so out of date. It had the Markville address on it. Like back from 2016, and I got pulled over in 2018. So, shit. yeah. Shit, and mine, pretty, has, mine has the address when I, moved, when I first moved out here. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Mine has a 4043 address on it. Wait, the Rosemead? That Rosemead on it. Bruh. <laughs> 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 address from like four years ago. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, because oh, like, it, 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 that's not an issue in Louisiana. Right. And I think it's stupid a stupid way to get you out of more money anyway. Like, bro, like, man, nigga, y'all, like, bruh, if y'all need to find me, y'all can find me. Well, so... No, nah, yeah, they're definitely trying to find a way. Yeah. So, 
I found out I I didn't lie to the officers. Like I'm already dealing with some shit. I'm not gonna yeah. lie and make worse. I'm like, well, it's probably been over thirty days. I don't know the exact amount, but it's if I had to put a number on it, it'd probably be over thirty. So, like, oh well, you know, you had thirty days, or I can give you a ticket. Well, great. Thanks, lady. So I'm still nervous at this point. Cause I'm like, oh, she's like, okay. Cause like she's already ran my license, mm. so I'm like, I don't know if this is gonna go left. If it's gonna pop up, yeah. What's gonna, <laughs> what's gonna right. happen? Did it update in the system, or is it still showing her the warning? Right, you know arrest? what I'm saying. Like, all that stuff. But I did have my bill paperwork with me, so I was, you know, I had something showing that right. it, it came to it. Oh, good. But she, I still got it with me today, <laughs> and I have my dismissal paperwork in the car. Smart. Hell and in my yeah. wallet. You got a copy of that? Yeah. Make sure. Yeah. yeah I have a copy at, at, at home. I have a copy at work. I have yep. a copy on my car and my yep. wallet. Good, good man. Good man. Good man. It's <laughs> called paranoia. Yeah, that shit's real. Yeah, man. But uh, that PTSD was real too, though. Which man. is what you were just explaining about hearing mm-hmm. cars and shit and cop <laughs> cars. Dude, I couldn't imagine, man. Like, you're in an apartment complex. Yeah, you so it's traffic everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like sitting, sitting on your couch thinking that your shit might get kicked in. And you get arrested? Wow. Over some bullshit? Man. And there's some kids who say on the on, on the same floor I do. So you hear kids running upstairs. It's like, who the fuck is coming up these stairs? Right. <laughs> like, that shit was beyond stressful. Yeah, no, that's paranoia for real. But she she gave me a warning for both. And she left. She's like, okay, well, you have a great day. I'm like, is that it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is this? Is this is this a normal stop? Is this yeah. what this feels like? She wouldn't tell you to step out the car. No crazy shit, man. So she just let me go. I'm like, okay, okay. thank you. Right. <laughs> Bye. Right, right. So like, but once it finally came through, I had to wait for Houston to file it, which was an, another week and a half. So the case was dismissed, but we have to wait for the court to actually file it and yeah. send the information in. So that took about a week. For me to actually get the paperwork showing that it actually has been dismissed. So then I take that paperwork to the bail company so that excuse me. That way I can go ahead and um get the lien off from my car and more importantly my brother's house. Right. And that was another thing that I was stressed. I was like, mm. if I miss a check-in, my brother could lose his house. That's crazy. You know how much pressure that is? Right. If like I forget a flat to tire, check in, you forget like you get caught up at work or an emergency, something. Cause like I had one one day that it was like eleven o'clock. It's like, oh shit, I ain't checked in yet. Let Bruh. me run to my phone so I can use this app. Mm. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that's. And then so I finally get them the paperwork, and they're like, well, the person who does the dismissal paperwork, they won't be in till Saturday. So I'll have I'll have them call you. Saturday. Okay. I'll be here. You got to worry about the phone call. Yeah. So I show up. I talk to her. And she's like, well, we have to wait for the information to update on our system. The person you talked to was new. But um, I'll take care of it personally. And I'll give you a call back on Monday. So she calls me back. She's like, okay, everything's cleared up. And um, your everything's been taken off. And we never filed the, the lien paperwork for your brother. So he's good. Wait, what? Y'all even do all your job? <laughs> so it's like, it's one less step for him. Right. But like all this time, they got, you know, alleged threat against right. losing their house and it was never filed. Well, they would have filed it if, 
if something popped off. Right. But. Oh, with the quickness. But it's like, you could be so cavalier about not having to worry about stuff. Right. Yeah. But they probably would have thought it would have been more work on, on their end. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure the people that work there, well, I don't know if this to be true, but they were probably like, that's Man. a lot of work. Yeah, like, if if, if if the shit really do pop off, then we'll file it. But we're not going to just file it just to be filing it. Maybe. Because then you'd have to do that for every single person. It's yeah. Like, that's yeah and much. it costs money to do it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, well, we don't really need to spend the money unless we got to. Right. Unless we know for a fact we're getting something back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Basically. Mm-hmm. So y'all got 15. And then <sighs> the fact that I don't, we don't get the 1500 back is, is it's absurd to me. ridiculous. Yeah. How do they justify that? You wrongly accru- accused me and you got 1500 out of me that you should have never got in the first place. Cost of doing business. Nigga. It's the way the system is set up. So, Cost of doing business, give me my fucking money back. So Yeah, businesses do offer a refund just in case, you know. I got that receipt. But it's over 30 days. Damn. So at this point, everything's dismissed. I'm happy. Right. So the whole plan was once we're taken care of, I'm gonna do a silver suit. Well, actually, let me back up. So my attorney is working on the expunge. Yeah, having my record expunged so that way it won't show up. Yeah. So I'll, um, that part is just in the works, just waiting for everything to be filed. But the whole time period is like I know I'm gonna do a counter suit because I'm wrongfully in prison. Mm-hmm. And y'all niggas took a week away from me, and you took a week away from my work. I had to use vacation for that. I take a loan out. I'm calculating all this shit because number one, I work in insurance, so I know how indemnity works. Right. Y'all got to pay for all this shit right. that y'all took away. Right. I'm not even looking at paying service. Like, don't think I, I just want everything that I physically had to pay for. Right. So I'm talking to multiple attorneys about doing a civil suit against the state. And the response I get back is for a false arrest, the state has to know that you're innocent and prosecute you anyway. Because like with the uh, the Parkland Five, they knew that they were innocent, but they wanted the arrest. Mm. And they're like, it's not illegal that they didn't do their job right. So I can legally not do my job right and face no consequences if I work for the state. But if I work in corporate America in a private sector or even a public sector and I fuck up my job and I do something wrong, I could lose my job or be held accountable for mm-hmm. it. Huh. That's trash. Diplomatic immunity. Like, do you know how infuriating that is? Be told, wow. well, we know that they didn't do their job right. Had they done it right, you never would have got arrested. You but doing something badly is not it's not illegal. You know, typically um, when you do you don't do your job well, you get fired. In other places, you do get fired. So it's like how many um, or fine if you don't get fired, the company gets fined. Something, right? Something, anything. That's why, nigga. I'm telling you, the bill should be on the prosecutor until you prove that. If I'm innocent until proven guilty, it should be on the state. It should definitely be on the state. But then they're gonna turn around and be like, well, if it's on the state, we're gonna raise your taxes. That's the first thing they're gonna say. That's all they do. They just shift the shift where the money coming from. Nah, I mean but it should well, be on them. Well, 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 true, maybe, but at the same time, it's like how, I'm, I'm, how am I out of money? 
It I, makes didn't do, no I, I didn't do anything. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, nothing should be paid. Right. I don't feel. And if I got, if I got to pay for an attorney, no, nah, like, the state got to pay for that. Mm-hmm. I, the thing is, I bet there won't be, I bet there'll be more on top of their shit when they're trying to what? find people. Mm-hmm. Instead of just grabbing niggas off the street, like, hey, you nigga over there. All right, yo, come here. Yeah. Let's, see if, let's see if you did this real quick. Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay. All right, then. But thanks for the five. Wait, thanks for the $1,500. I'm pretty sure you know your your attorney said appreciate you for the fifteen grand, and they just move on to the next thing. That's so it's true. like, so what happens now? So is this case dropped, or are they still looking for another dude that held up to get another fifteen from? Yeah, man, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they haven't done any more work. I it, it's gonna be one. I'm assuming it's gonna be one of those unsolved mysteries. Well, I'm assuming that the lady that they couldn't locate is actually in on the shit. Oh, I believe that. 100%. I'm pretty sure this is a fraud ring. Can't yep. find a lady that works at the job. She's showcasing the car off. She actively saw the person who allegedly stole the car. Mm-hmm. By the way, remember you said they were missing a tooth. Oh, yeah. So the Facebook was a, was another thing that actually got me off. So while they're because they still weren't able to reach them. So the final straw for the prosecutors, like the in the in the original statement the lady gave, she's like the defendant had a big gap in their teeth. So now that they're looking at, it, they actually went on my Facebook and go through all my pictures. Like, oh, he doesn't have a gap tooth. He's smiling in all these pictures. It's like, oh, we, I, I'm pretty sure we have the wrong person. So we're just gonna drop it. The fact that they had little to no evidence, and this came down to a fucking gap tooth. Cause I was waiting. It's like, okay, what was the evidence? Was it the was it the phone records? Was it oh, this? Was it no that? Subpoena. It was a fucking. It was a, something a gap they, it went, they could have literally scrolled his Facebook page day one so and be like, that, oh shit, it's no gap. You know what that means? Michael Strahan has to be careful if he's ever in touch. <laughs> <laughs> Man, because that could have been the one thing that that still had this shit going. Had you had a gap? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a headache. And people wonder why I always smile. That's a headache. Yeah, man. Get all your shit off. Yeah, you hardcore niggas start smiling in your pictures, dog. Well, Hell yeah. If you got your teeth. If you got them. See, even if you don't got even them. Even if you don't got them, shit. If you don't got them and you got a gap and you get caught, I mean. Yeah, man. Well, I hate that you went through that, Jared. I do, bro. I do. But I, I am glad that you are on this side. I'm happy on the other side of it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Man, it's beautiful. Now that this shit's over with, where I don't stress as much, there is still some PSC I have about it, but mm. it's not nearly to the level that it was. What is it? You don't mind talking about it? Um, just mainly like when I see a cop driving by, mm. I get nervous because like I've realized that at any moment, mm-hmm. any what anybody alleges can be taken as law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, versus. The fact that I'm 32, no record, no history, and they still like you know and what? None of that mattered. None of that makes sense. Like, even my attorney's like, man, your record is cleaner than mine is. Because like most people have some type of miss me or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that I have nothing and that meant nothing to these people. That's crazy. Not even an HOV lane ticket, dog. You ain't got shit. Nothing. You don't even owe NTTA. 
Well, that's not. Well, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> like every nigga, every nigga owes a TCA. I ain't met a nigga alive that ain't got a pink slip from them niggas. Niggas say, "Well, I say that's not that's not that's not legal. <laughs> it's not right, but it's not legal." Right? I got you. I got you. I got you. Damn, man. But hmm. I do know that, like, I could tell, like, you've changed just in in being grateful for everything. Because I I know for a fact, dog, you're the way you feel about your job is different than what it was before this. You know, when you tired of a job, you're like, man, fuck this job, man. Like, I'm going to do some shit else. And, I, and then it's like, nah, they actually stuck it out with me. And Or, you know what? It could be worse. I could be in a jail cell. I'd much rather be where we're at. I'm not. I, like, I had I'm that thought close. a lot. During that first, during that week, I had to say, man, I wish I could just be at work right now. Right. Yeah, I hate it. I, I man, I hate that job before, but shit, it's crazy. I give my my left arm to go back to it right now. Crazy. Damn, man. <sighs> the place that you're like, man, this place holding me back. Man, I could be doing so much other shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or like, um, what is it? These um, you know, cats was like, oh well, nigga, you working a nine to five? You should be working on your on your wealth and your problem. You mm-hmm. know, it's just like, man, shut the fuck up, bro. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, for real. It's crazy, man. It is, man. So, what's what's your next step after all this? Do you do you do you spread do you spread the word? Do you share this story with anyone else? Uh, so yes. So my attorney is actually working with get me on with a uh, local podcast in Houston. Dope. So I can go ahead and tell the story there, and also he's working on getting me in contact with different reporters who talk about this type of thing nope. just to get the story out. Yeah, respect. Yeah, respect. Mm. So you still keep in touch with your attorney. That's what's up. Man, cool dude. Like I said, great joke. It's just, man. Bad time. Bad, that, time that, that was t- terrible. It's like, man, it's like, I feel that's like, that's that's definitely a joke I would do on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Nikita comedy is definitely timing, nigga. You have none of it. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's crazy. Tell that joke when I'm off. I know, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, shit. That's wild, man. But yeah, dog. When you, when you do... um get on other podcasts and you share the story and just just kind of be thinking out loud if they release it um i mean we can either share it on our platform yeah you know yeah. or anything you know oh absolutely because I, mean? I think that is an important an important story that needs to be heard and it's a story that's that's not unique you know there's a lot of people that's dealing with that and know? that's that's the crazy part the fact that it's not unique mm-hmm. and because since then like I, I i hear from people who Either my parents have talked to or people who I uh, who knew about the situation. Like I knew somebody um, like this one. This one girl was babysitting somebody's mm-hmm. kid and it was an issue it was a domestic situation for the parents. So she's babysitting that way. The kid doesn't have to deal with it. Uh, and they charged her with kidnapping. Wow. Wow. Wow, I can't believe that. Come on, man. And she lost like her job, her house, everything for trying to help out. That is crazy. That is crazy. I will say that between um the now they see us the 13th and your situation, I completely have changed like my outlook on people that are alleged to have committed crimes because like before i watched any of that stuff in your experience you know 
they assassinate people's characters. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh yeah, that nigga did it. Like, or or why why why'd you get caught? Like, clearly you did something, right? Mm-hmm. And now I question all these motherfuckers because now I'm like, like, like there was a trial on the news the other day or some shit, um, and it wasn't no big big murder case. It was just some regular shit. Like they stole something, right? And I was like, well, allegedly. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that nigga stole anything. Mm-hmm. Just because you show me a mugshot, like back in the day, a mugshot was like, oh yeah, he looked like he did. Like, nah, like, nigga, this is the lowest point of your life, probably. You're not going to be smiling. If you smile, you're going to look crazy. If you look bad, you're going to look guilty. Right. It's a lose lose. So, yeah. like, it just changed everything, bro. Like, I don't trust these niggas, man. Yeah. Uh, perspective wise, that's something going through this has changed for me dramatic. Because even though being in prison and jail was terrible the people that i interacted with weren't right and i I know i I said this to you once is like for the people who are guilty what lands you in jail literally is the worst moment of your life and then every moment after that you're recovering from it Mm. so the people who i'm meeting Mm. on the inside seem like regular people because they they've moved past what is the lowest moment right and they're coming you know they're trying to be a better person right like um this one this one cat uh in there uh he probably came in like that tuesday that uh thursday for murder young kid uh you know i mean i mean over 18 but young and like the first day he's just to himself and on father's day you know we we met up for prayer and he you know he comes in he's like you know, I haven't spoken to my parents. I just want them to know, want to let them know what's going on, that I'm okay. But I don't see a murder when I'm talking to this person. Mm. I just see a kid who's scared. Right. And I think that perspective shift is just where you meet somebody. Is this, is this a day? It literally could be a good day or it could be a bad day. So it's just like you, you have to treat people with respect. Because right. like you don't, you never know what what's, what happened prior to you talking to somebody, right? So mm. this story would be a good TED talk, I think. Yeah, yeah, I can see you on TED talk. Yeah, wow. yeah. Had to figure out how to condense it because I don't know if you could do a four hour. I'm about to say, man, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> got to go talk nonetheless. Talk fast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nigga. <laughs> We're glad you're out. But yeah, I know. <laughs> Goodness gracious, we had a, we have other speakers. Uh, nah, man, appreciate that story, man. Yeah, Anybody man. out there, man? You know, definitely show uh, J Rock some love, some shouts out. I know Landis, he was on. He hit the chat a little bit. Yeah, and you know, he just he couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Because it's just crazy. How that shit, how that shit play it out, um, but yeah, man, dog, yeah, man. Like I said, we glad we glad you out. <sighs> so we roll on to what scenario? scenario? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, lots, any, you know, if you know somebody's going through this or family member, definitely share it with them because, like, the more people who know that stuff like this happens, the better. Yeah, facts. Yeah, big facts. Big facts. Oh man. Good luck transitioning. I know, right? I, you know, we had that transition song. Um, candy. Oh, candy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know where it is though. Mm-hmm. I have no mm-hmm. idea. Ever since I, ever since I switched out my um, mm-hmm. my lights board, I don't have any of my in my music. Mm-hmm. So, candy would have been good right now. I was a little upset you didn't jump out there when, when we did the cameo candy at the wedding. 
Where was I? You was sitting I, down. Was I sitting down? Yeah, you were sitting I down. I was trying to tame my daughter. Me and me happening? and Jerry was out there, and I was like, dog, this is the one song this nigga practiced with me, and he ain't here. I know, man. I'm sorry, dude. If I wasn't on babysitting. Oh, dude, by dude. the way, I got the wedding pictures. Oh, do you? Oh, my God, bro. Y'all killed it. What you mean? Y'all, y'all got some good pictures in that bit. Dude, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, we all yeah. Shit, shit, man. Send those send us some of those to me, dog. Yeah, I need I need I, got uh, you. I need something for the IG. I right. I need my IG popping a little bit. <laughs> Yo, got me off the ground. Hell yeah. <laughs> See, transition. There you go. There you go. All right. Yeah. So while Rez gets those pictures over to us, we're gonna start. What's the scenario? Um, of course, what's the scenario? Rez brought the scenarios today. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. You brought both, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. All right, bet. So Hmm. Okay, so we got two scenarios. Uh, everybody bought songs to what's the scenario? So we're gonna get this mug cracking real quick. Y'all ready? Yep. All right, what's the scenario? First scenario is underrated hip hop song with a sample. I'm just curious as to what song you were listening to when you were like, oh, this could be my scenario. You know what's crazy? This was one where I actually wasn't listening to a song. So normally how I pick my scenarios, mm-hmm. I'm I'm actively listening to it at the time. Uh-huh. But I was just thinking, um, I guess technically I was listening to it because I played it in my head. I just wasn't playing it in real time. I got you. But I was just like, I was like, damn, that was a dope ass song. Oh, that's the scenario. Like play a dope ass, you know. I was like, what's with you in these samples? This is your third sample question. I did. What was the other? One? I know you've done another one. Yeah, you done video game and sample. Yeah. What was it? It may have oh. been this too. Yeah. I, I, think I think that for, for me, like I, I like, I like, I like the fact that music always comes back around, mm-hmm. and I like the fact that somebody can flip a sample. You know what? What really got me sparked? Uh, Ave. He sent me um, uh, this one dude. He he sampled uh, Super Mario. And, oh, the Trizzy track? Oh, my God. Yeah, In fact, I'm listening to that tonight when I'm driving home. But that shit was so hard. And it kind of brought me back to an era where production and music, mm-hmm. it was just like, how dope could you flip something that is so obscure that you didn't think it was hot? But I put my spin on it. It's just like, oh, that's a hit. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. So now it's all good. I found, found a website to help me out with your little sample, so... <laughs> oh, word? I'm good. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You bring all, all right. the samples you want. I'm I good. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so That's this dope. is this is uh, Rez's song to this scenario here. Record this one. She wanna take me home, lay me up inside a home. She wanna turn me on, breakfast in the morning. She said. This back when Fat Joe was like making that transition from like super lyrical, miracle, hysterical nigga to yeah. like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just that cool ass nigga. Uh, by the way, this is like back this. when Remy was like killing everybody. She's come back. What is happening? You know what? Uh, I'd have to look that up. Oh, if only for one night, uh, Roberto Flack and Peebo Bryson. Something I've never heard before. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. Damn. Okay. Don't ask me that question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to Google mine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but here is uh, here is mine to this scenario here. 
damn, this shit sound like something off the boondocks when Huey was just in his bag. Y'all don't even know what this is, dog. Y'all don't even know what this is, dog. It is. I don't remember the track, though. That's it's, under, it's underrated, dog. It's an underrated track on the CD. Is this a good kid or is this before? This good kid. I woke up this morning and figured I'd call you in case I'm not here tomorrow. I'm hoping I need to go back to that. Yes, put it back in rotation. See how that sounds in 2019. Put it back in rotation. But yeah, I remember this whole CD was like a story. So yeah, you know literally. This is gonna, you know this is going to still hit. See, I wish I knew what the sample was. What's the name of the song? Sing About Me, Dying of Thirst. Sing About Me? Yeah, Sing About Me. Like I'm such a saying about me, oh, the type of bullet that stuck Damn, that was quick. What's that? Uh, you found the sample? Yep. Who is it? It is... Grant Green, Maybe Tomorrow. Grant Green, Maybe Tomorrow. Yep. Hmm. Now I'm curious as to how that sounds. Damn. Should really get Spotify for this DJ Pro app. <laughs> so we just play some shit. Uh, okay, yeah. So that was my song to dope. that. that All was right. Dope. Uh, rock. This is Rock's song here. That boy was in his twister bag. Mm-hmm. You know, this is my mom's favorite song. The original? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what she would think about this song um, if I played it, uh, the twister oh, version. <laughs> She might like it. Yeah, I think she would. Yo, poppin' tag. Oh, I should have played poppin' tags. Yeah. Ooh, that song was nasty. Yeah, you ice like Kobe wife. This album is so hard. It does. Yeah, they go hard. Like the song. I don't know if it's underrated though, but it's a good song. I mean, a lot of people slept on Twister. Really? Like, was he popping out here? Uh, yeah, well, Louisiana, but I don't know about Texas. No, like, he wasn't really popping out in Louisiana either. I don't know. He was using my circle. Yeah, he was a mind too. He was deep. Yeah, this is a good song, though. I like that song. I like that song, too. Yeah, that's a good pick. I could, I could consider that underrated, though. I would, because yeah. that's, not, that's not one of those that's just going to pop up on the mainstream list. Very often, mm. it's like when I'm something like, "Oh, I forgot this mode was hot." Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm riding. I'm, I'm riding. riding too. I'm riding too. Okay, cool. Bet. So, the next scenario is song you go to sleep to. Now, this one was hell. This one was challenging. So this was easy for me, obviously, because <laughs> I made the category. Yeah. But um, this is actually a song that I played to go to sleep, and um, you know, I, I I went a little left on it as normally. Oh, I had to too. You said what? I, I, I went left. I went far left. Yeah, I, did I went too. to your left. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, I like this. Okay, well, let's let's get it. Cause like I don't listen to music, so this is a song I would play. That was my question. Is like, did you mm-hmm. guys actually go to sleep to these songs? But I legit went to sleep on this. See, I didn't. I I just played a song. I picked a song that I would play when I'm like chilling that I could fall asleep to. That right. 
you know, it was fall asleepable, but not necessarily like I've listened to. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I'm glad I got to get y'all to go left a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We went left. We went left a little bit. Y'all box. Yeah. Y'all niggas be boxed in. We do be boxed in. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, Rock, you want to go first? Yeah, yeah. All right. So this is Rock's song here. Oh, I know this. I like it. My first thought is bleach, but it's just piano, just classical music. No, it's anime. No, no, it's anime. Is it? You need to get on your anime OSTs, bro. Like it, they got some great music over there, bro. No, I, I believe it. Just based off the shit you played last week, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I can ride with this. This is not. This is Yu Yu Hakusho. No, you had it right first. I'm just bleach. It's bleach. It's okay, bleach. I was like, it's somewhere in that range. I remember that era of music. That was like late '90s, yeah, this early is 2000s. Harder uh, will. Mm. Respect. Respect. I like it. So is it this melody? The whole? Mm. Well, for this song, yes. Uh, like this is like this is actually like the sad music, but something dramatic happens. Uh, oh shit! Okay. In season one, at least. I like it. Yeah, that's dope. That's fire. I like it. That's fire. Okay. So my song ain't that. <laughs> Do you want to go first? Save. I'll go. I mean, I'll go next. That's cool. Um, so my song is it's good. I actually heard it on, it was on the soundtrack of uh, All American, this TV show. That's on you Netflix. know, we were watching All American last night. You know they got a season two, right? Yeah, it comes out in October. Duh. I can't wait. But I'm a little pissed off. Spoiler. No, I'm not going to do it. I don't like I don't like the ships. I don't, I don't like who ended up with who. I'm not feeling it. Somebody relationships. Yeah. Oh, the relationships. Yeah. You don't like who ended up with who? Nah, I don't like. You it. want to Spencer to end up with somebody else? Yep. You want to Spencer to end up with the the drug addict chick? Yep. I know. I figured everybody did. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> these niggas ain't even spoiler. These niggas ain't even spoiler. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. yeah. Trash. Messed up the damn show for me, man. Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, nah, yeah. I think everybody wanted that shit. Do you watch All American? I've never seen it. It's a good show, bro. That is a good bro, show. All American is one of those shows. Sidebar. All American is one of those shows that's just like really, really good in small windows. Because sometimes it's be like, yo, these niggas can't act. Like they getting mm. the bare minimum from Tay. Yeah, they he, are. He is not. I mean, this nigga's in their name only. I, and I was I was having a conversation with somebody, and I was like, "Well, maybe if this was because it comes on the CW, right?" So I was thinking, mm. "Well, maybe if it was on a a larger I guess, network, yeah, network, it would be better." Like this was a show on HBO. Oh yeah, like oh it would be I mean? way like, better. Be, yeah, because some of acting, I'm like, "Come on, y'all!" But the storyline is good. Storyline's good. It is good. CW is known for that. He's just there for the check, though. Yeah, yeah. He's not a he's not a good coach. I don't think he tried. His speeches are horrible. I'm like, this team yeah. finna lose. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I forgot the script said so. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right. So this is uh this is my song here off of I guess that soundtrack here. Let me see. It's probably gonna take a minute to come in. There's a lot of dead air. I don't know why. Well, for all American. Yeah. Here you go. 
Yep, I remember the song. You remember the song? Yep. Yeah, this my. I'm trying to think of a scene is played in. See, I don't. I don't remember. That soundtrack was tough though. Yeah, it was. They got they got some some songs on there low key. No, yeah, for sure. Damn, Spence should have picked the drug out, man. Oh, this is actually nice. Yeah, huh? This is actually nice. I like it. This here, yeah, this one, yeah. This one is cool. That's, I heard that song. I was like, I need to find out who that is. Who is that? Uh, Billy Ellish and Khalid. Who, lovely man. Yeah, that song is tough. That song is wow. Yeah, I, probably, I love that. I probably song. said her name wrong, but yeah, no, that song is tough. That they actually have some really good songs on that show. That's kind of one of those. That's one of the reasons why I like the show so much is because the show is like the storyline is dope. Right. But then, like the soundtrack they have, that whole was like, oh my gosh, that shit there is cold. Legit, yeah. But um, yeah, no, nah, that song is tough. Uh, rock, Rez. no, Rez. Yep. All right, you ready, bro? Last one. This is a song that put me to sleep throughout my teenage to adult years. Like, it feels like some shots you know, though. This is a classic, man. Oh my god, I get so many feels listening to this song. You want me to tell you? Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna get it. Okay. So, this came from uh, a Sonic the Hedgehog mega collection. It was in the option menu. And uh, it's a song that plays where you can scroll through all the old Sonic the Hedgehog comic books. So when I was really, really little, uh, one of the nicest things my dad would do uh, is he would take me to Eckers. It was a drugstore in Shreveport. Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we would go there, and he let me buy a comic book. And my favorite comic book was Sonic the Hedgehog back then. Mm. Um, and so literally this music plays, and you can scroll through all of the issues of uh, the comic strip. And... I would just literally be listening to this music and just thinking about times where I was like in fourth grade, fifth grade, like just like 
oh, I bought this issue when I was here, or this is what was going on in my life when this issue dropped. Like, it was crazy. So, oh, like, wow. it was this song has a lot of sentimental value for me. And then I would just go to sleep. That's not bad, dog. That's not bad, man. That's not bad. Hmm. A very peaceful ending to our... uh, To our journey. Yes, it's not a trilogy because it's one of three of these. Yeah, to our sequel. Well, what do you call twos? Yeah, twos. Mm. Yeah, I don't have another two hours in me. You no. don't. <laughs> I don't got no two hours in. Yeah. It's gonna be a real long TED talk. <laughs> Six hours. What? Uh, you got scheduled lunch break? <laughs> I'm saying, jump anything in this mug for real. And cut. <laughs> Beautiful guys. Beautiful guys. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Oh, oh yeah, man. man. Oh man. All right, man. Let's um, let's wrap this shit up nicely. Uh, hit us up. Speak between the lines. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Start a conversation. Join a conversation we're already having. Give us your thoughts on, uh, you know, this free rock one and two, part one and two that we kind of went over. Uh, you know, on episode. You know, share us your thoughts. Like I said, send, send rock some love, some shouts out. Also, check out our merch, bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. You will find all of our shit. And there's nothing else. This is King Gabe signing off. This is Join with J Rock. Young Rez. Between the lines, we are out of here. The two part epic. That's what you call it. Two part epic. That's all they say. That's how they sell it. Two part epic. Yeah, the two part epic story of J Rock. (laughs) 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 Hashtag free rock. Like, look at that. Free rock. Nigga, you almost a t shirt. <laughs> like a mug, bro. This nigga was almost on a t shirt. Oh, shit. Hopefully, you didn't use that picture on it. Oh, my God. That picture would have been horrible. Boy, that would have been a picture, though.